Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic Con. I am Ryan. Yes, I am back on the show after you guys had Zach Eastman fill in for me. <laughs> Funny story, now his head's stuck on a fucking pike in my front yard, so Zach Eastman no, will Zach. never be on the show again. What did you yeah, do to Zach? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm Zach Eastman. I'm the host of Real Nerds Podcast now. I make movies. Mwah. Speaking of Zach Eastman, we'll be at his new premiere of his new movie, July 31st, <laughs> at the Castleman Bar, where you can see The Boy Who Stares, and also we'll have a live show there, July 31st, Castleman Bar in Aurora, Colorado. 8 p.m., I believe? 8 p.m., that yeah. is correct. And well, you missed the most important part. Uh, I'm going to tell you the most important part. Oh, good. Proceeds I just want to make sure benefit you Aurora Rising. Yeah. And if you don't know what Aurora Rising is, please visit aurorarising.org. Aurora Rise. Or just Aurora, Aurora Rise. Rise. Aurora Rise. It's been a long week. AuroraRise.org. <laughs> yeah. And there you can donate money that assists victims of the Aurora shooting, which is sadly coming up on its anniversary. Yeah. Went by fast. Or very, very slowly. Yes. It feels like it's been a long... Like, it feels like that's a long time ago because so much has happened since then. Mm -hmm. And yet, at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's been very long at all. Um, yeah. So while you guys were um, sucking Zach Eastman's dick last week, whoa, whoa, <laughs> and Brad's like, uh, "Does that sound okay for you, sir?" Um, uh, 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 while you guys are assholes to me while I'm here, I actually, do sound like that. that. You, yeah. you sounded exactly like that last you week. You did, oh, yeah. No, yeah, I, there I was a that. that. That's actually like a quote from you last week. Yeah. By yeah. the way, keep yeah. talking. I'm going to count my money. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's why we found out he's been paying you this whole time. Yes. yes. This is bullshit. So while you were twiddling his nuts, um, <laughs> I, I was busy, I was. and I secured us a new sponsor, guys. What? Yeah. Oh, man, you were working out there in, right. in Kentucky. It's moonshine, Tennessee. isn't it? Tennessee, dude. Yeah, whatever. In the hills. Um, actually, when I was... Uh, I'll tell a funny story real fast about being in Tennessee. It better be funny. It is funny. Laura's great aunt gail got married and it's the first time she got Aww. married and she's like 62 is really nice that's adorable um so of course being the butthead i am i wore uh <laughs> like a robin's egg blue um dress shirt with like a hot pink tie and uh laura's aunt's husband said oh he looks like a gay <laughs> <laughs> but i have that there's something worse so her husband's brother came to the wedding in a t-shirt and it had holes in it. <laughs> and here, here, I got, I got a little bit for you guys. I don't know how much you know you're into Jeff Foxworthy, but uh, here we go. I'll even do an impression. You ready? You ready? If you go to a wedding wearing a Duck Dynasty T-shirt, you might be a redneck. Yeah, Duck Dynasty, and it says now we're cooking with coconut oil and or something. And he's and he's worn it enough. That show's only been out for like a year and a half. He has worn that shirt enough because he loves it so much that he has worn holes through it. Yeah. I that is hardcore fandom. Have you been to a Walmart lately? Or he dropped no, a cigarette on no. it. No. Well, I mean, I... Oh, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I have been to Walmart, but I stay only in the movies and food section. That's all they have in them now is Duck Dynasty stuff. Really? Yeah. What the... What... Ow. See, we're, we're just not part of Phenomenon. Yeah. Anyways, our sponsor, Pirate Paintball of Colorado... If you go onto their Facebook page and like them and you join them, and it's in Colorado, they post every week where they're going to be playing the next week. If you mention the real nerds in your post and you meet them out there, the president of the company, Steve Frost, my dad, he will uh, <laughs> he will let you play for free and he'll supply you with the paint and the gun and no everything way. to go out well, there and play for free. You should. You Dude, should that's come out. Bad it's that. Pirate Paintball of Colorado. Um, yeah. I've never been paintballing. You should come. It's really fun. Dude. What's the pirate part? Uh, I don't know why they decided on that, actually. My dad just chose that 
pirate paintball. I guess because they're because because if you money are the people running around with hook hands and like no no, no. if you come out with them squids. you are gonna have a lot of fun. Oh, oh! <laughs> just, he just did it. <laughs> so yeah. All so, right. Well, that's the that was the whole was show, the guys. Um, yeah. So I sure can't get any funnier. Just go to Colorado Paintball, pi- Colorado Pirate Paintball on Facebook. Like the page, and my father puts where they're going for the week on yeah. the weekend. It's usually a Saturday. And it's for a few hours. Mention Real Nerds. Say you heard this commercial on Real Nerds, and you'll get free paint, and you'll be able to use my father's. Uh, he has a bunch of guns and masks and everything, and they do yeah, like little does. scenarios, and it's lots of fun. He even makes uh, paint grenades and stuff. It's pretty crazy, dude. Yeah, I'm not cool. just gonna go up there and say Real Nerds, and they open fire on me. You know, no, just don't just don't wear the t-shirt. Brian, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. Um, I'll grade another one of these nerds. Bring them down. <laughs> I don't know if Wait. you guys have noticed. Hold on, Ryan. Yes. Whose voice was that? Oh, uh, it's inconsequential right now, guys. I'm trying to get us paid. Oh, when, oh, I'm, done, I'm, when I'm done getting oh, paid, okay. I'll introduce our amazing guest. All right? Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Man. If you would stop interrupting me, sorry. Fuck. Well, we had to we had to steer Zach on course a lot, and you've been gone a lot, Ryan. Yeah. I'm losing faith. Also, if you're listening to this, you're like, "Damn, Ryan sounds sexy, smooth." He does. Like he, you know, I've been told I don't sound like I look. <laughs> By, by that's people not at Denver what Comic Con. Well, I, uh, yeah, I was told I sound thinner. I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Twice. I just thought that's... someone else had your voice, though. I thought yeah, your, that your was... voice belonged to him. Really? Right. I thought. Yeah. Really? So I wish I saw... had a black man's voice. <laughs> 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 I, well, so do I. But, you know. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> if you go to our website right now and you look at the banner at the top, it's for Narrate. Narrate is an app. That you can download for free for iPad and Android smartphones and tablets. It is awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah. Did you download it? I, I downloaded the app, but I'm still fi- trying to figure out uh, which ones to read. Um, and also, too, is I've noticed that every day you get these uh, coins. Mm-hmm. So each day you open it, you earn coins, and that gives you some, I guess, some purchasing power to get some comments. You know what? Stuff. You just Dude. led into a great thing. Yeah. If you like them on Facebook and hashtag Real Nerds in the Facebook on your Facebook post and put your username for your narrate uh, account account, you will get a hundred free coins. Cool. Whoa, by cool. So make sure you do that. Cool. Man. And you know, it's a really popular app right now. They have over 800,000 downloads. Sweet. The amazing thing. What I, what I like about it though, is I've seen some of the, um, I want it, Some of it's kind of history. So when you click on there, you know, the pages move and you'll see like, a rat spreading the bubonic plague and all kind of stuff. So there's really cool stuff on there. Yeah. So yeah, you should definitely check it out. We met uh, some of their PR people at Denver Comic Con. They're really nice. Yeah. Rebecca and Alexis. Thanks for stopping by. Um. So yeah, narrate and it's spelled differently. It's N A R and the number eight. Two R's. Underneath. Two R's. Two R's. He's so. bad at spelling today. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really excited bad. for him to get to the the tweaked audio one. See if he can spell it right this week. Oh, it's probably not. And as always, if you're listening to us, you're like, man, these guys sound so good. If you want us to sound great, log on to tweakedaudio.com and purchase some earbuds. When you're checking out, there is a spot at the end of the checkout. It says coupon. Enter in real nerds. That's one word. R-E-E-L-N-E-R-D-S. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll get a third off your whole order. So make sure you order $1,000 worth, Bree, and then yeah, you'll get a third I, off the I order. I plan on getting a new set of headphones. Yeah, like, I, really need, I need some workout headphones, so. You oh should, yeah, yeah. yeah check there them you out. Go. They have them there. Yeah. yeah, they got good long cables on them too. Like they're way longer than any of my previous buds have been. Um, and they're amazing for listening to your tablet and watching the Civil War by Ken Burns while your wife is sleeping next to you, and, you not, really? and not disturbing her. <laughs> you were in Tennessee watching Ken Burns documentaries about was. Civil War. It was right. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Tweakedaudio.com. Tweakedaudio.com. Now, normally we have a fan mail section, but our fan mail is with us today. Yes. And the... What are you laughing at? I'm sorry. I was imagining you driving around Tennessee with your tablet out, and like every time you pull up next to a truck with like a with like a rifle rack in the back, just mm-hmm. rolling down the window, showing the Civil War documentary, and be like, "Have you seen this shit? <laughs> you guys know what you were doing. This is crazy." No, no James, that's not what I did. Oh. I was driving around when I saw a semi truck with a rifle in the back. I'm like, "The South will rise again," <laughs> and we were driving by, and <laughs> and I, I did see a truck that had a Confederate flag and an American flag and i'm like eh, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah good people good people good in the people. south good oh, people yeah. you know bigger bigger trees big down there <laughs> so, if you, so if you hate people make sure you live down there if you hate people and like heat then that's the place to i go. love i love heat man but, michael mann is very talented he mm-hmm. makes great movies so movie. the heat or heat no heat the movie heat okay or the, heat. or the butler from 1916 no. or the butler that's trying to come out right now because Whoa. i don't want you to be sued Oh man, oh, this is complicated. I don't even know how to talk about movies anymore. They all have the same title. I know. Anyways, uh, our fan mail is being brought to you today by uh, someone who's actually here, um, sir. Why don't you introduce everybody to who you are and your Twitter handle, so maybe they'll recognize the voice with the Twitter handle. Well, my Twitter handle is uh, Mac Brebonics, and and everybody's like, "Well, why? How? Where'd you get that name from?" Well, the that came from uh, the the late. Mac Dre, a rapper out of the Bay Area, and it's uh, actually one of the lyrics from his songs, but half of my name is in there, which is B-R-E, which is Bree, so I use that as my Twitter handle. Very Sweet. cool, and we're so excited to finally get you on the show. Yep. You're our most prolific twitter or or yeah. twitter Twitter? Twitter. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Not tweaker. Twitter. No. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank- with, with Twitter, though, is like a lot of times, you know, you have only uh, a certain amount of characters and stuff to put in there. So it's kind of hard um, for for a while before, um, you know, Twitter's kind of changing. But for a while, I was leaving people audio comments initially using yeah. Twitter later. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got uh, to reach out to a lot of people. And, and you just get to me when you talk to people, you get a better feel of, you know, who that person is. So, you know, so. Yeah, we're really excited to have yeah, you on Fortunately, yeah. I was able to meet you guys. No, it's awesome yeah. because it's always cool to have a face with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what's the picture on your Twitter handle, by the way? Uh, well, the 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 picture on my Twitter handle is uh, just a, a photo I edit, edited on my um on my iPod Touch. Um, it's it's a combination of of Danzel Washington and Shaggy. So <laughs> so so that's where I got my picture. Because but. when I met you for the first time, I'm like, man, he's a tall black man. He does not look anything like his picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, and we're really diversified now. Right. I mean, we're just reaching out to everybody. <laughs> So how did you find us for the first time? Did um, you see us at a con, or well, you just searching for dumbasses, and you found us on iTunes? Well, for for a long time, um, I've really listened to a whole bunch of podcasts over the years, and, and I've always wanted to do my own podcast. But, you know, I, I was just like, man, if I can't do a show with other people, it just wouldn't make any sense. So um, so I've just been a fan of, of podcasts. So um, I, I stumbled on you guys. can't even remember how. I, maybe it was when I saw you guys originally at Comic Con, but and then I started listening afterwards. I, I don't know, but you know, just it seems to me though, just with the the good podcasts, I somehow gravitate towards them and, and find them. You know, it's not not even really word of mouth, just getting out there and listening to a lot of stuff. And um, I use currently, um, I was down well before I was downloading a lot of stuff via iTunes, and uh, now I just download a lot of stuff through uh, through Stitcher. Cool. 
cool. Yeah, and Stitcher makes it easy to find stuff. Yeah. yeah. And do you just download movie podcasts or like what uh, other well, topics it, do you what, usually whatever, gravitate towards? Uh, whatever you know, topics I'm interested in, you know, like movies, uh, comedy. Um, you know, I usually um, initially back in the day I used to look at the whatever ratings they had, but you know, a lot of times now is I don't even trust the ratings. I just you know. You know, you like what you like. You know, if you get it, just have a chance to listen to a show, and then you, be, you know, you become a fan. Do you always uh, listen, like when you try out a new show? Do you listen to the whole thing, or, or do a uh, lot of them it, you kind of quit it, after a while? It, it, it all depends because I think initially when podcasting first started, a lot of people would just come out and just try to be shocking, and um, a lot of shows, you know, really to me is like you can't be shocking all the time because you kind of alienate you know some of your fans or, or listeners or whatever yeah ryan <laughs> <laughs> i'm not shocking all the time <laughs> but well, and, and but, it wears out like but, at a certain yeah, point it, you're like it, oh yeah that's what you guys do it, it wears out but y- you do uh start to listen l- listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff and you realize you're just like man those are people that i could actually have a real conversation with and those are the shows that you actually yeah. uh end up following and and you know they develop a you know a real strong following so do you like the ones that are really produced or do you like the ones where it's free form where they kind of ramble well, uh, <laughs> well, I, let's let's say you know. I'm Sounds gonna, like he's doing a survey to you. I, I, <laughs> he totally no, no, well, I'm going like, to tell you some of, some of my favorite podcasts. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a Night Living podcast. Uh, yeah, they yeah. Uh, follow us actually. Yeah. 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 Well, I you know I I commented them because they you know they always they were like well they, they said something about having a black guy on the show and I was just like I said hey I want to be on your show but I never heard anything back and then I had I think I had Chizik's twitter or whatever for a for a while but you know and then i didn't get responses back so i was like eh. but i i still want to be on their show i still want to meet whoa. those guys they need to get their own black guy <laughs> <laughs> you're our black you're guy. our black guy <laughs> but i still want to i still want to meet them um and you know uh i listen I li- i'm a fan of the keith and grill show yeah um but but like i was saying before is this like every time i call these shows that i'm a fan of I, I just turn into a, like a thirteen-year-old kid, and you know, or whatever. It's just like you know, I start giggling, and, and it's just like you know. And then I mom, I'm on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 it's just like just like well, a couple of nights ago, I I called up to a live show, um, and um, you know, they had some females there, and and then then you know, I was all talking, and then and then afterwards, I was like, man, that's not what I wanted to say. You know, it's just like you know, I sound like a complete idiot. It's, you know, it's just like that did not come out right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that did not come right. Right, like, and there was a time when um down in Colorado Springs, I went to the Black Sheep, and I saw Otep perform. And you know, Lee Singer was there, and I was just like, you know, I went up there and got an autograph, and I was like, I buy all your albums, and I was just like, I just sound like, you know, I was like, who doesn't buy all our yeah. albums? You know, it's just yeah. like I sound like a, a complete idiot. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so weird the way that you know, because now we've been doing that for the last couple of years with at the at the conventions, mm-hmm. and you know, like this year, I'm, you know, I got to meet Fiona Staples, one of my highlights of the con. I know she's still and, on your, uh, uh, yeah, she, yeah, she's sure. still, yeah, me getting all snuggly with Fiona Staples. Yeah. I know, I, I like that picture, um, <laughs> and uh, and it's the same kind of thing where like you 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 it's almost like you're, you're afraid that if you get too close like right. something's gonna break right you know <laughs> yeah i mean like, and and you see you know you see your favorite you know people that you admire and it's just like you you, you don't want to be a groupie but it's just like you're just like man these are people that uh you know i want to talk to you yeah. know that's that's you know so. yeah it's that so. hard it's that hard balance between like trying to be cool yeah and also trying to be respectful and let them know yeah. like no i i how do i tell you how much <laughs> i think you are amazing yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't understand yeah, it's, it's just like you know it's like when you know i saw i went one time i went to a, a concert and it was common sense and i believe erica badu and then erica badu like kind of you know did this whole 
crowd surfing thing. And then I backed up. I was like, oh, no, I can't touch her. You know? <laughs> you know, what am I Yeah, what am I dropping? The guy yeah. who dropped yeah. 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 And then you'd be oh. in the newspaper with your face all <laughs> But you... She weighed more than I thought. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> Headline, Erica, bad time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Mm. But... But it, it, you know, it, it's great though. I, you know, I really in, enjoy what you guys do. Um, and and a lot of times, you know, I don't know about all the people out there listening, but um, you know, a lot of times people try to listen, you know, listen to podcasts at work, and someone always comes and interrupts you. He's like, "Look, I can run a printer while I'm listening to a podcast. I'm like, yeah, your your podcast is a little bit too loud." And you know, and a lot of times, you know, we want to listen to podcasts at work and. And uh, one one of the complaints that my friend was saying is that man, you know, some podcasts he can't play at work because they cuss and stuff. Yeah. But that's why you know, like I said, some some podcasts die out because you know everyone's always you know just trying to be shocking. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but um, other other podcasts I also follow too is I followed a lot of gaming uh, podcasts. Um, I was following. Um, you'll see some of my Twitter posts, but a lot of stuff was linked through. Um, well, I listened to Achievement Hounds, mm-hmm. and. Um, and you know, going through the true achievement sites, but I haven't really been playing a lot of Xbox lately, so my achievement score is <laughs> is way down. Do you so. listen to the Giant Bombcast? The the um, you know, with Giant Bombcast, I've watched some of their videos, but I have not watched. Uh, I haven't listened to their podcast. Oh, okay. There was there was one I cannot remember the name of it, but but there's one. It was I forgot if it was like IGN or something, oh. but. They were they were just hilarious because they just really told all the uh, you know all the behind the scenes stuff about the gaming industry and stuff yeah. and it just you know they're real, but I can't I can't remember the name. Was it one up? It wasn't it wasn't one up. I okay. I need to I need to look back huh. at at my 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 but yeah, that's cool. Yep. Thanks for stopping by. We yeah. really yeah. appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't wait to get your take on stuff. Yep. yep. Um, now that we're serious, uh, I'm gonna relay a sad story. Uh, my grandmother passed away uh, this week, and so I'm oh, dedicating yeah. the show to my grandma Donna. And yeah. uh, she's the one, she's the one grandma I've told the story many times that she took us to Walgreens and they had a 99 cent movie. Oh uh, yeah, area. And my brothers, I can't remember what they got, but you know it was probably like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And, yeah, some bullshit like or that. some bullshit. Shut like, your mouth. Like three ninjas <laughs> escape to to mountain with Hulk Hogan or something. I don't know. <laughs> but high but, noon at Mega Mountain. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Three ninjas escape to mountain. <laughs> it must have been the Spanish version. <laughs> the one they sell in the Chinese like, yeah. market. Uh, but I picked up Night of the Living Dead, and my grandma, Grandma Donna, did not tell me she would not buy that for me. She bought it for me when I was six, uh, and it's still to this day my favorite horror movie. So the, the black old school black yeah. and white one, right? Yeah, it's a great movie, and, and that's now in the what public domain? Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, and I've. I've even got it on this. So. Good man, good man. <laughs> I've even got the soundboard on here. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So this one's for my grandma Donna. Yeah. But uh, thanks for stopping by, guys. Um, let's get the show started. Fin meal. But I want to thank everybody who liked us this week. Yeah, a whole lot of likes. Yeah, and uh, Brad did a great job putting up a lot of interviews this I week. I did. Yeah, got a lot of music, got a lot of likes out of them. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're really good interviews. If I actually, um, I love the Pat Patrick Sheridan one. I've yeah. listened to it twice. Oh, yeah, it's a, well, it's a very educational one. Um, but uh, the Cougar Littlefield one I posted today, and uh, one of his friends commented that she was Google searching best podcasts of 2013, and I did it myself. We come up second. To what? I forget what, but you, um, this hold hold on. <laughs> we are gonna Google our. I've never Googled myself. Yeah. I should. 
I'm probably on it like sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> Fact checking, always the best part of podcasts. Um, okay, where? No, all right, if I Google best podcast of 2013, yep. you're saying the second thing the should s- have us on it? The second thing is realnerdspodcast.com. No, it's not. No? No. Is it on the page at all? No. <laughs> the the first things are like podcast awards, iTunes. Oh, that was the first one. Um, this is really enthralling for everybody. Why don't you tell them what movie <laughs> we saw this week? So yeah. what we do, if you've never listened to Real Nerds Podcast, every week we go see a new movie. This week we saw Pacific Rim. Make sure you stay tuned to the end. Uh, we save that for the end so we don't spoil the movie for you. Um, we also talk about movies we watched over the week, um, movie news, box office performance, what's coming out. Um, I don't know what he's doing. No, Anyways, no you I'm keep just, going. I'm just looking. Yeah, um, yeah, we're just we're just staring at Google trying okay. to figure out why it doesn't love us more. Um, and then uh, we also do a capitalize comic book. the first letters. <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, I don't have a comic book this week. If you have one for me, James. If not, I can pull one out of my. Uh, by the time we get there, I'll, I'll, I'll have one. Yeah, sweet. Because if you don't, I actually I do have one. If you don't have one, uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Cool. I got one. I mean, not now, but later. But yeah, it, it, hit, it just hit me while I was thinking. Do I have one? I do. Um, and then we talk about the movie Pacific Rim. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, and yeah, so this is what we've been watching this week. I just had a great idea. Okay, so. No, that doesn't happen on Google, but we'll just fucking say that it does. So yeah, I was gonna yeah, tell you, no that. one can see. If you if you Google listening. us, yeah, if you Google best podcast ever, I swear it happened. Podcast. I swear it happened. Yeah, and Brad's not a liar. Yeah, yeah I never lie on this show. He might be a fucker, ever. but he's, he's not a liar. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh. Anyways, it's um, since I'm back, we're going back to how I do things the better way. <sighs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, great. Go on. Yeah. See, you know, you know when, <laughs> when Zach keeps like, uh, I want to do um, box office numbers. Brad's like, okay, let's do that. <laughs> I don't understand. Not what in my that, eye. What was that sound? Um, this is stuff <laughs> we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Bree, you're the guest. What'd you watch this week? Uh, well, last night I watched on Amazon Prime. Uh, I watched The Bay. Yeah, that's good. Um, oh, that one with like the parasites and the. Yeah. Um. You know what? The I, I I like the bay. Um, my brother recommended it to me, but um, the reason why I like the bay was uh, I I just think that that's something movies scare me. That stuff that can possibly happen. I know <laughs> I, I know a lot of stuff on that movie was far fetched, but um, as far as you know, parasites eating us up, I think that's highly possible. Who's that made by? It's made by someone um, kind of. Um, oh fuck yeah! Darn it! Um, yeah. What yeah. Uh, so? Uh, what what's the movie about? Well, the, basically, they're in you know in this small town in the bay or wherever, but close to the ocean or whatever. And they, <laughs> they they're down by the bay. <laughs> they're down <laughs> by the bay. And um, are they sitting on the they dock? um, you know they they got all these you know different uh, found footage of you know pollution and all this different stuff that's going on in the community. And uh, you know, shortly afterwards, uh, people start getting you know these lesions and boils on them, and come to find out, there's these man-eating parasites hmm. so uh i you know I, I like i said i liked it because it, you know movies like that do scare me because if it's if it's somewhat plausible you know i think it's a good movie but yeah, that's a real thing I, i've read like there's a there was a lake somewhere that had flesh-eating bacteria in it yeah. 
Well, I some they also mentioned like sea lice or something. I immediately when you know I'm sitting oh, there dude. watching the movie and I'm going through Google and it's like sea lice <laughs> and I'm like you know I'm like I never liked ocean anyway. So sandwiches ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, in Creep Show too, remember when they're on that raft and that huge yeah. like gel black thing gel monster <laughs> thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've never. I mean, ever since Jaws, I've never really been a, a beach <laughs> person. I mean, I remember seeing those movies back. This guy's then. a movie fan. I just I just <laughs> pulled out Creep Show too, and he knew what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. But I, I remember back in the day when they had. Um, you ever heard of those things called ant lions? Um, and they like they like they well they show them and they kind of like build like holes and um, ants like walk by them but the the way they design the sand or the, the way the ant lion makes the sand they the ants like slide down and they get eaten by the ant lions. Hmm. Well, there was huh. some movie long time ago where there was some things like that, that but they're huge and they're on the beach and you know all those old beach piranha movies and <laughs> oh. Jaws stuff just made me um you know I'm not a fan of the water and and I can't swim either so. <laughs> you know, so. Really? Yeah, that's I, not. I cannot swim. You're going to the reserves, like you're gonna have to learn, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Does the Navy? Well, know that I'm you gonna tell you. Swim? I'm gonna tell you. My experience with swimming is that if Stay I on the if, boat. if I would have learned properly how to swim as at a young age, I probably would be okay. But when when I was a kid, I got thrown in the pool. Mm. Yeah, and that freaked me out. So, um, you know, even to my older age, my I remember uh, being at my cousin's house, and you know, my my grandfather's like, "Oh no, well, I'm in the pool," and then. I slip into the deep end, and my grandfather's like, "Boy, you better get that boy head." And I'm like, <laughs> "I think I'm moving, but I'm not." You know, yeah. I'm just like, I'm, my brother's like, "You were at the bottom of the pool like a mannequin." And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "I'm just inhaling, inhaling water." So, so instead of helping you, they're just like, "Yeah, hey, look at him. He looks like a mannequin yeah. down there." I, I think um, what's his name is is scared of water too. I think Michael Jordan had some bad experiences with hmm. water as a as a kid. But you know, if you if you, I think if you as a kid, if you learn. How to swim, you know, without getting thrown in a the pool, then you know you're, <laughs> you're straight. Probably okay. I mean, and 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 military trains the same way. They throw you in the pool, and when you start drowning, someone pulls you out. So that's you know that's, <laughs> that's a good way to learn. Yeah. So it really, it's just like okay, kid, just stay on the boat. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't fall in the water because you are lost. Yeah. You just wear a life vest the whole time. <laughs> no, you just you just stay away from the water. But that's funny because my fear is completely the opposite. The last time I was on a sailboat, it was one of those ones where like. You know, the wind picks up and you the whole boat leans over, mm-hmm. and I'm leaning forward so the boat doesn't tip. And my brother's leaning back because he's like, "Well, this is cool. I can like almost hit the water with my back." Well, and they're assuring me that the boat doesn't flip over. And my fear wasn't of falling into the water and drowning. My fear was that if I fall in and the boat flips over and I get wet, it's gonna ruin my day. It's gonna take <laughs> so much time out of my vacation. Like it's just the inconvenience that is the problem. That's why I don't like drowning. Mm. So you like the bay? Yes, I like the bay. <laughs> I, I, I like I like the movie The Bay, but I, I do not like the ocean and the real life. <laughs> being, being, around, being around water. I mean, I, I don't really have a fear of of uh, of the water, but because I went surfing before. But but um, yes, I like the bay. And um, what something else I watched? Um, I've been watching a lot of Defiance. Oh yeah, is um, it good? Defiant. You know what? Uh, you know, I, I I say the show is good, but. The show is also, you know, has some cheesy stuff. Yeah. I think some of the aliens on there look like, I want to say they look like Benjamin Franklin to me. <laughs> that pasty, like, white color. They're just like that. I don't I forgot what race they're called, but they just look like a race of Benjamin Franklin people. It's just like, I, I don't, I don't, oh, I no, the, the I want to watch that show now. <laughs> the Benjis are invading. The Benjis. <laughs> oh, With their lightning powers. Oh, 
another movie I just watched was The Wraith with Charlie Sheen. The Wraith. Yeah, um, I don't. It, that, you, with a, I've, I've never straight to DVD. It, well, <laughs> it, it's it's straight to Amazon right now. But <laughs> but um, the the Wraith is starring starring uh, Charlie Sheen and uh, pro, there's you know when you go back and look at those old movies you realize there's so many actors in them. But um, the Wraith is starring Charlie Sheen and it's about this um, it's about a race car kind of that's from outer space and I, that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> what? what? So <laughs> I the mean, Wraith just, is a race car from outer space. Yeah, it's just it's just like a. Um, you know, during that time frame, it looks like a, a, a really it looks like a car with a kit put on it. But you know, I don't want to give away all the spoilers, but it, it's definitely a worth a movie worth watching. Um, and um, and then other than that, what what I what else did I watch? I can't I gotta regain my train of thought. But earlier on today, I was reminiscing about all the old uh, movies where animals were attacking people. Like, have you ever seen the movie Food of the Gods or mm-hmm. movies with the, with all the giant rats and rodents and worms and all that stuff so i was reminiscing about that stuff earlier on today <laughs> oh, i'm sure man. you can type that in and amazon and something will come up <laughs> animals eating people <laughs> faces of death <laughs> or just go to google and type in best animals eating people of 2013 yeah, i'm sure, sure youtube's the and number I'm one sure station for that <laughs> actually the second best thing comes up real nerds podcast yeah. <laughs> oh that's awesome Oh, Barry Levinson, by the way. That's yes, who directed that the Bay. Is. Which Barry is really Levinson. weird. That is a weird oh, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Man of the Year and The Bay by Barry mm-hmm. Levinson. And Toys. Man of the Year. Shitty movie. Sphere. Shitty actually, movie. That, actually, Sphere is, is pretty close. Rain Man and Great The movie. Bay. Great movie. Cool. Yeah, well, with... I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this short in a little bit because I want to steal the whole show. But with the bay, one of the most disturbing things that I, that happened in there was I hate seeing babies in movies. Oh shit! No, because, don't keep talking. Well, <laughs> not well. The the baby, you know, because I always feel like I'm like the baby can't defend itself. Get him out of there, you know. And you see them, you know, all walking around with the baby, and you're just like you just feel like you know you're like at least these people can run, but the baby can't do anything. You know, <laughs> that thing is gonna crawl on them. It's just like you know, have you ever seen Kung Pao under the fist? That oh, baby, that baby yeah. could defend itself. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Babies in movies, just dead weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like even like they haven't done it in 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 any of the zombie movies, but I I don't know if you've ever read that. There's that one comic and um, ah, dang it, what's it? It's not World War Z, but anyway, it's like a robot, and I think there's a baby inside of it. And I'm like, you know what? That's what I would do is like if there's a zombie outbreak i'd put a baby in like inside a mech and, <laughs> yeah. and you know and, and and that's how the baby would survive and you know i'd be like you know i would i would do something to sacrifice myself and i'd be the last minute i'd throw the baby in the mech and, and, then, you know, and, then, he would, and then he'd grow up and repopulate the world and stuff but, you know. Bree, the baby saver <laughs> this summer he's actually a mad scientist because as soon as zombies attack yeah. he's just stealing babies and yeah. them into robots like, we can kid, take care of our own babies people are Running. No, Please stop. Give me your baby. I will save it for you. <laughs> Run for your own lives. You guys can't protect this. I got Thank robots. you, mystery man. <laughs> we'll totally trust you with our child <laughs> during this hectic event. Oh, man. No, but the people always seem irresponsible with their babies, though. I mean, in, the, in these movies. That's baby, yeah. baby doesn't get eaten by parasites, does it? There there was a scene that where the, the baby was in the car seat and the, the baby was, the, the parasite was near the baby. <laughs> <Laps>. <laughs> Uh, just, the fact I, my brain uh, just said the baby is the parasite. <laughs> no, like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, no. yeah, it's actually just a, it's a horrible like analog for teen pregnancy. <laughs> the whole movie is just about if you get pregnant, parasites will eat you from the inside. Yeah. 
Don't go in the bay. And, yeah, and every you know what? Every time when you watch movies like The Bay and and you see those people jump in the water and something starts tearing them up, the only thing you could think of is they're getting bit in the nuts or, or <laughs> that's going up the, you know that it's going up that chick's cooter right now. You know, you're just always just like you're always that's all you can think of. Moon <laughs> River. <laughs> These parasites are eating my asshole. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. No, it's like uh, I should have farted when I jumped in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like Piranha three D three D where they where you actually have to watch that yes, part happen. Yes. You're like, oh no. Yes. Oh, they're making all of my fears come true. <laughs> yep. So there's a, a horror movie series called Feast. Have any of you ever seen it? No. Uh, yeah. Well, is okay. The Feast by uh, Wes Craven. No. Something. something there, different, yeah. There, a long time ago, Ben Affleck and. Matt Damon had this project, Green, project Greenlight. yeah, Greenlight on ABC, mm. oh, and the guy yeah. who no, it made a movie called uh, was on HBO. I think so. Anyways, it was on a TV, and so the pe- person that won was this guy who made this horror movie called Feast, which was these monsters that would just kill people. In the second one, mm-hmm. there's uh, a baby that's stuck in a car, and these monsters are trying to get at it, mm-hmm. and this dude jumps down and he grabs a baby and he starts running, and then he throws the baby. So the monsters go run and eat right. the baby so he can get away. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, that's a real part oh. in Feast 2. Feast 2. Make well, sure you check it out. No, wow. in, the, in the Feast, the, in the first movie, it's not where... Because I, I saw a movie called Feast, and it's where the guy... The, the, monsters base, the monster was chasing after him, and basically his dick got slammed in the door, and it came off, and then... Then one guy had like spit some stuff in his face, and there's maggots all in his eyes. That's not that's not I don't the think feast. It's the same one. Okay, I don't. I, I think I that's the I haven't seen the first one. one. Okay. And uh, while it, the first one, it has like a bunch of like characters in it. It's like the cowboy, and he'll have his vital stats come up. And, is it? Is it? Does it kind of have a dust till dawn kind of yeah. setting? Okay. Yeah, I think we're talking about the same movie. Okay. Uh, I don't remember the yeah. first. I haven't yeah. seen it in years. Okay. I should probably watch it. Well, okay. the second one, a baby gets eaten. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad I'm not Sacrificed. into horror movies right now. <laughs> oh man. And you know what? So I was room for seconds. In fact, I think Feast <laughs> is that the tagline? I think Feast Two is subtitle sloppy seconds. Oh. Yeah, okay. We are talking about the same movie. Cool. <laughs> 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 nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, this week, guys. Uh, you know, I watched all nine episodes of Ken Burns: The Civil War. Wow. And you know, it, it, it's actually yeah, not that exciting, but. Oh, uh, dude, Ken Burns is dope. Yeah, but I mean, it's a really... <laughs> Only not, time that sense has ever been said. <laughs> it's not exciting, but at the same time, it's really engrossing. I, it, I imagine it's really informative, actually. Yeah, yeah. and uh, every t- there's this one part, it was either in the second or the first episode, and it had been the second one, because it was talking about a battle, and this guy who got his like leg shot off wrote a letter to his dying wife, and I kept on thinking of that Greg Giraldo bit where he goes, <laughs> you know, it, in the old in the Civil War, you know, you're reading these letters from these guys, and it's like, my dearest Hannah, and it's basically this guy was talking about his wife Sarah, and it was like the most heartbreaking, greatest thing ever, and you know, that, then I can help but think of the Greg Giraldo when he's then he's talking about like uh, soldiers nowadays. It's like, dear Marie, <laughs> it is hot as balls out here in the desert. <laughs> 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 don't fuck anybody while I'm gone. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I was thinking about. But it's really well done. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, it's really horrific when you actually read about the Civil War and learn about it when, you know, 70,000 people die in one battle. Yeah. But every time I see him fighting those straight lines, I'm like, I'd be in a tree. You know, I'm not going to fight. <laughs> You're not going to catch me loading my musket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, go on ahead. About me. I'm tie- You're tying your shoelace. <laughs> yeah. I'll catch up. I'll catch when I up. shoot my gun, I'm going to be laying on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> duck behind everybody. <laughs> Forget the rules of engagement. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, sir. <laughs> Eat my balls, generally. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> uh and the only other thing I watched is I watched Dial M for Murder. Oh. Alfred Hitchcock. And it's a freaking brilliant movie if you've never seen it. Yeah. Um, what's cool about Hitchcock is he's a really inventive filmmaker, and he always has the most clever shots in his movies. I, I'm, I'm always amazed every time I watch his movies where he puts the camera, how he moves the camera. Um, and well, if you've never seen it, it's, uh, it's a movie about a guy's wife who's unfaithful to him, and he finds out about it, and he plans her murder. And it's basically takes place in two places. It takes place in their apartment, and then like one time it goes out to they have dinner at a place. Superbly acted, wonderfully directed. Um, it's a great movie. If you've never seen it, you definitely should check it. And Grace Kelly is super hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go back in time on a lot of I know, right? Old, old movies. I'm like, oh my gosh, Grace Kelly. <laughs> I would never convict you of murder. <laughs> <laughs> You're murdering my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's just a great movie. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys ever seen it. Uh. But oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but there's a, a shocking part in it when that one dude uh, who attacks her is dies. Like she stabs him in the back with scissors, and he falls over. Yeah, and the scissors like go through his back. I'm like, this oh. is from 1954, I think, is a movie. I'm like, wow, that's pretty graphic, graphic for back yeah. then. Hmm. Yeah. Loved it. He was edgy. He was like, you watch it now and you don't realize, you know, it seems normal kind of. But the truth is, like, he was he was making rated R movies when there was no such thing, really. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what it is about British people, but, you like, they're just so, like, cunning in these movies. You know what I mean? This, you know, her husband, uh, Tony, who's plotting her murder, I'm like, yeah, you could probably get away with the murder. How he's doing it. You <laughs> Listen to that accent. He sounds smart. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He sounds really smart. Yeah. But, of course. He, he mispronounces words in a funny way. Yeah. He says aluminum instead of aluminum. <laughs> yeah. What, <laughs> he's either super and smart. his favorite so has a U in it. Dumb. What's that about? <laughs> um, he uses too many letters. But lately, I, I've been uh, going back, because uh, I have Amazon Prime, too, and I just type in 1950s, and I see what movies come up, <laughs> and I really just pick random movies, old movies. Um, the next one in my queue is a Buster Keaton movie, which is actually from 1926, I believe. Wow. The General? Uh, no, it's called uh, Something is on a Boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. Buster he, Keaton's I'm, I'm on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> He's riding a dolphin and yeah. shit. You know? um, so yeah, boat, if you've man, never dolphins. watched Dial M for Murder... It's a great movie. I mean, it's the first time I've seen it. And uh, I mean, you know, because I knew it was a popular Hitchcock movie, but yeah. I mean, I love Rear Window. I love Vertigo and North by Northwest. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I never saw Dial M for Murder. Yeah, because it's definitely like if you're somebody who is getting into Hitchcock, it's one of those top few. Oh, you yeah. Know? Like before you see Rope, you see Dial M for Murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a part in the movie where he finds out, you know, that his wife's cheating on him and then he's like wearing sunglasses and then he turns the camera and like pushes them down and goes like, I think it's time to dial M <laughs> for murder. No, Dirty deeds done That's not a song, James. It's ACDC. Uh, that, that was a CSI yeah. uh, Miami. <laughs> but there is, a, there, is a, oh, there is a funny shot in the movie when, because he's calling his wife because he wants to hear her being murdered. And uh, so he calls his wife and the camera zooms in on M. Like that's the first <laughs> uh, thing is six is the first yeah. number in it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So yeah, I should definitely check out Dial M for Murder. Brad, what'd you watch this week? Uh, I watched a lot of stuff, but I'm trying to like make the show, show shorter. So I'm not going to talk <laughs> about a lot of them. Uh, just the highlights, which one of them. I, I, lowlights. The lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. Um, because of Lone Ranger, I started to uh, watch the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy yeah. again. 
Never um, seen all those movies in their entirety. Really? But yeah. you've seen the first one. Nope. Really? Uh, There's so many. Yeah, well, I, before I, I say what? it's great, let me see what Brad thinks. Well, obviously the first one's still fantastic. Um, yeah, and I, I actually like Dead Man's Chest a lot. I do too. It's very uh, bizarre. Um, it, but it definitely, by as it gets towards the end, it starts to like get disjointed and fractured and yeah. go off on tangents. Um, and then uh, at World's End, I'm having a trouble to actually, like I put it on before I go to bed and I don't make it through over yeah. and over again. I think it's the so, climax is stunning in that movie, though. Yeah, I, it's it's over the top and cool. I think that yeah. movie starts brilliantly. That movie, yeah, that, it starts out great. Let, but let us not forget that's a Disney movie starts with them hanging a child. I know that's like, exactly what I thought when I saw it. Hardcore. <laughs> like they let like, this go through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. Like and a and a super popular franchise at the time. Like yeah. ma- making mo- money hand over fist, and it starts like, hey, what if we what if we had this kid go out on stage? He sings a little song, and then they hang him by his neck yep what oh and this crazy movie? Yeah. yeah yeah oh it's ridiculous but it, it, the pirate movies are dark yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah they are yeah, yeah. but I all that caligula I, stuff that really just waters that movie down um caligula stuff? uh you know the girl who's in love with or the woman who's in oh, love with davy jones she's caligula she gets tall at the end oh for see no i haven't reason. seen the movie since uh it came out in theaters yeah. so well, like i've owned it forever but when you when you Partial. stay awake through it man caligula will drive you insane yeah i remember being there i just didn't remember her name yeah. Uh, but yeah i remember just watching the movie and like this is this all boils down to like davy jones and her like just being upset with each other yeah it's a bunch Great. of bullshit yeah <laughs> i just love i love at the end of uh Dead Man's Chest. I mean, that they kill, you know, Jack Sparrow. Yeah. yeah I remember watching that in the theater. I'm like, oh my it was god. It's a great they, cliffhanger. They yeah. Killed him. Spoiler yeah. alert. Oh, you yeah, haven't seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But he doesn't die because, you know, he's been in two other movies. This <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, are you going to watch the fourth one? No. Don't. <laughs> I was going to say, don't do that. I saw it recently and that was enough. Yeah, so. no, it's awful. Um, and then um, I rewatched all of Planet Earth, uh, which is fantastic in high definition. I've never seen. Um, I've never that. seen those. I, huh? got, I got those, and I have not watched them yet. And hmm. they're they're good background, like because you don't have to pay attention to every second of it. But there's one part where there's like a fungus that grows through dead ants. Uh, no, fuck that. that yeah, that 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 fungus. That well, you know what that fungus reminds me of is I haven't played it yet, but it looks like that same the kind Last of stuff of on The Last of Us. Yeah, I know. That's why That's why I said, fuck that shit. I finished The Last of Us. I'm not fucking around with funguses <laughs> or mold. Game for me. Yeah. I'm not. I know. I'm not. I'm just saying I'm not fucking around with mold. Mm. <laughs> mold is some serious shit. Yeah, yeah it's like I never go into the Amazon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do not want that shit. No, <laughs> no. It drives you mad, and then it grows out of you. Uh, you the, the director of the new Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie. It's called... Death on the Amazon. Let me think. How much money are you? <laughs> Schwarzenegger's fighting fungus that grows out of ants. <laughs> Get to the job. Get to the it's actually just an hour and a half of, of Schwarzenegger a with a flamethrower. Yeah, <laughs> just burning the Amazon. <laughs> Get to the termites. He's afraid of the termites. Halfway through the movie, yeah. he gets a face full of spores, and then he's just crazy running through the... <laughs> He looks at the spores and he's like, he one ugly son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and then the main thing I watched was I caught a screening of Maniac, the remake with Elijah Wood. Wood. I saw the trailer for that. It looked bizarre. Yeah. Um, It is is weird. Um, I I would say I didn't enjoy it because, like, on the one hand, um, it's very 80s-like. Like I haven't seen the original, so but I'll I could borrow. I have on Blu-ray. Oh, you have it? Yeah. yeah. Um, like there's a synth soundtrack to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the Los Angeles they uh re- they create is like very 
It seems like it from a you know bygone era. Yeah, of the eighties. So like it has the, just the 80s style vibe. and yeah, especially because cool. the music. Hey Brad, is it the point of view is like camera at his eyes? Yeah, is that in the original? No, because that's what I got from the trailer. Like, yeah, it was like that's the weird part because most of the mo- I'd say eighty percent of the movie, like you're seeing the story through Elijah Wood's eyes. Like, what? It's like a found footage thing. Um, like that weird movie you liked a couple of years ago. What the 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 druggy like trippy movie? Oh, um, Enter the Void. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. like that. Uh, but not druggy and trippy. Okay. Uh, but the weird part in combination with that is like his dialogue over it. It just sounds like he's not really there. Oh. Which I guess for the character, the character's kind of crazy. He has um, he has to take medicine to keep like the voices in his head from like making t- him kill ki- people, make him kill people. Um, but it just, I, his performance, like it just didn't feel real to me. Yeah. Like uh, I know he's supposed to be kind of a distant uh character, like this, not all all there, but still, it's just like it just felt like forced. Uh, but there's some really cool death stuff, like right out of the gate, like he's stalking this girl home, uh, and it's kind of cool because they like allow time, like a real time, like just have him like just follow her down the hall, building up tension, and then like uh, he'll hide in the shadows as other people move through the building, and then he'll come around and like surprise her, and then like her face is like, "Who are you?" and then just like this big old Bowie knife just goes right through her chin, oh. and you can see it through her teeth, and then like into her skull, and. Like her eyes kind of roll the side of it, and like I'm looking for practical effects and CGI, and it's like neither one of those things are cueing me to any of it. Oh. Yeah, some I'm of like, those some of those older movies you look at, and you're just like, I think someone just got killed. I think I just watched a snuff movie. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, was, it was pretty pretty convincing. Back where he's actually dead. Yeah, yeah, but then uh, that's like the rest of the movie is like that goes from one kill to the next. Um, he's really bad, at, and then he's really bad at like suffocating <laughs> girls. Like uh, th- this one girl he befriends because Brad, Brad, were you watching the movie? Being like, <laughs> I could. I, I was taking her way better. <laughs> I was taking notes. My voice is yeah. in my head sound <laughs> ruder than that. <laughs> this is a he's. I could do this way better than him. Um, <laughs> no, but it's it's kind of because they're in the climax. So he, there's this one girl that he won't kill because she uh, he he runs like a mannequin restoring business and she's a photographer and like they just kind of find her like an, a, a rapport between artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, he kind of falls for her, and he, his backstory is that he, um, his mom was basically a whore. He would always bring home like multiple partners or f- fuck guys in the streets um, while he was around. So he was witness this. So he's like a you know a bad point of view, uh, yeah. perspective of women. Um, Rorschach. But yeah, this one girl he likes, so he, he just you know wants to um, finally have like have a girlfriend or something for real. Um, but then uh, you know. He, he finds out like other guys are in the way and stuff. And then, um, she eventually figures out that, you know, he's been killing eventually when he kills her agent, uh, like it finally tips her off. So, but then, um, he flips out and like, you know, gets her in a hold and like suffocates her with a shower curtain. Mm -hmm. And then you think the movie's over and then she wakes up in the back of a van and they're driving and you're like, Oh, okay. Well, the resolution is that she's going to get away. Right. Nope. They go through this whole other sequence just to have her, you know, like escape and then get uh, in someone else's car, which they try to drive into him to kill him, but um, it knocks him out and then just drives into a wall and then she dies. So you're just like, why did we go through a no hole of the sequence of like trying to kill her? You know, just yeah. ended at the shower curtain. Like it made. So you're waiting in line a really long time. Wasn't worth it. <laughs> How long were you waiting for that movie? Uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I tried to catch the five o'clock one and I just missed it by like ten minutes. I was like, I don't want to. 
I want to give the whole movie a chance, so yeah. I had to wait another four hours for the next one, nine fifty. So, and where I mean, was this playing at? The C Film Center oh, okay. downtown. I need to check that out. Yeah, it's a good theater. They were playing trivia while I was waiting, so I was just kind of listening to questions and trying to answer them. And that quiz is hard because <laughs> it's like hipstery, so it's all about music and oh. like deep mm. cuts and stuff, and <laughs> uh, like all the like old classic movies that I haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. Maniac. Mm, I mean, there's some cool aspects to it, like like some of the effects are good, and but just that whole like point of view and like the voiceover. Um, just doesn't. It just seems off. In the original too, there's the, the dude does the voiceover. It's really weird. He's always saying stuff. You're so pretty, <laughs> and it's this really weird, fat-looking guy. So he has a point of view in that movie, or no, as they said, he is like a it does, third not, person. Like you see him. Yeah, you see him. But he's, over it, yeah, he's talking. Over it, he's talking. It's really weird. Okay, yeah, it's, the movie's really not well done. Yeah, only the effects by Tom Savini are good in it. Yeah. He also scalps the girls and like puts the scalps on the mannequins and then dresses them up and like has like conversations with them and they fight with each other in his head. So, but yeah, it just sounds like Elijah was trying to pretend to be a serial killer. Does that make sense? Makitos don't buy him as one. Yeah. So buy him as Frodo. Uh, so yeah, that's what that's why I watched James. What did you watch? He's going on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with something fun. Um, I got to see. This is the end this week. Finally, yay! That yeah, was good. Right. Yeah, that movie's really good. Um, big devil dick in it. Yeah, yeah, it does have <laughs> big devil dick in it. Um, I, you know, there's not a lot to say. I, I, I think I may have had it a little bit overhyped for me. Um, uh, I I kind of wish there was more just them sitting around talking like that the whole party section at the beginning which was clearly had to have just all been improv I wanted a little bit more of that part you know because then later when they get into the sketchy like the scripted parts of like you know oh Jonah Ray turns into <laughs> gets possessed the exorcist it was so funny it's hila- it, no it's it hilarious, hilarious. Yeah. oh it yeah, you, yeah. You, you, the, you, the power of Christ compels me yeah does yeah. he yeah. does yeah. he compel me <laughs> Every, everybody says you sold out that's what everybody says no and it, it is it's hilarious it, remi- it started oh. remi- it started reminding me of Ghostbusters a little bit yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah 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 the way with the cause the, mm. the hound that hound thing kind yeah. of yeah oh, abso- oh yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um yeah and all of the, all of that stuff is really <laughs> cool <laughs> I Come all over your house. Oh I'll come, all over I'll come wherever bathroom. I want. <laughs> well, I will make you come so hard. Wait, wait a second. The funny, uh, well, I don't want, <laughs> but the funny thing that I saw though was that when I went to the theater to see it, there's people that are really fans of Harry Potter, so they wanted to see what's her name, Hermione. Oh yeah, Emma and Watson? I saw some people in the theater dressed up as you know Harry, in the no, Harry Potter really? attire. No. But, That's but, so weird. But then. They were completely silent when uh, the dude off Eastbound Down started talking about jacking off, <laughs> and you know, and, and they're in there with their moms and stuff. And it's just, oh, like, it's just man. yeah, we didn't talk about. Well, we there's a whole sequence. Her. Yeah, 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 yeah. sequence where like they're standing in the hall talking about raping. Her. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know, but they're the only silent people in the movie. <laughs> well, I think that movie's brilliant. I, is a play on what people perceive them as mm-hmm. oh you know, michael Sarah's whole bit yeah, is yeah. Sarah, <laughs> genius james franco as a douchebag yeah. yeah you know uh jonah hill is a really nice guy and yeah uh it's one of those things where i realized about halfway through i was like you know what they could do this every few years like same idea mm-hmm. like yep. we all get together and we play ourselves and then something crazy happens and how how are we going to deal with it um now that is all disregarding the fact that it actually does have a pretty cool little story like the the whole story with Jay Baruchel and and Seth Rogen I think is actually a a neat interesting you know 
character-driven, well-developed thing mm-hmm. um, in the middle of something that is just sort of slapsticky and fun. And the best use uh, of I Will Always Love You. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when James Franco gets saved, he's like, fuck <laughs> you, McBride. <laughs> fuck you, you piece of shit. <laughs> he cuts him off. Yeah. He gets eaten <laughs> by cannon. So good. Oh, <laughs> man. Fuck that ass every night. Oh, then Channing Tatum is yeah. the Oh, yep. Channing Tatum. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting there to be more cameo things in there. Yeah. Um, but still, it, great. Really Look great over me, I tried yeah. really hard to save Aziz. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Man, it's so the... great you guys came along. We were getting really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. Um, on, a, on a weirder note, I also checked out, I have this local waiter who I talk a lot about ancient aliens with. I'm a big fan of ancient aliens on the history channel, which is a show where this really crazy dude with a, like his hair looks like a bird crashed into his head. Um, he talks about how aliens like created the pyramids and shit. Stupid, stupid stuff. But you know, it's, that's it's what great. Paul W.S. Anderson thought, too, so it can't be that smart. Oh, yeah, man. Um, did he really? Does he, Paul W.S. Alien vs. Predator. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that dumb thing. Um, so there's this new show on Discover... Or, um, Destination America, which is like a Discovery Channel kind of thing, and it's called Mountain Monsters. Nice. And it's about like f- five to seven, I don't know how many, because they just keep adding more hillbillies onto this show. <laughs> five to seven hillbillies go into the woods to hunt after like weird folklore things, you know, and not just your normal Sasquatch. Like the first episode is the Kentucky Grass Man, which is a big wolf creature. Like it's a seven foot tall wolf man. Um, and it's fucking ridiculous like it's made like all like your Mythbusters or Pawn Stars kind of thing where like when they do the introduction at the beginning they're like this is so you know this is Big Boss and he's the he's the trapper and this is so and so Hillbilly 4 and he's the the tracker and there's literally a guy whose job is the trap maker and I swear they spent 10 minutes with this guy in a scrapyard just finding big pieces of metal to build a box that they hung from a tree and then they put a goat under it and then they ran around in the woods going what was that huh what was that <laughs> everybody get back to the trap and then they run to the trap and be like he was here look at those prints those have got to be real prints look at how big that thing was it's retarded and I don't use that word lightly. This is the dumbest thing. Hey, get what you nice. I know, I know, That's I know. the phone call we're going to next week. This is the anti-hillbilly episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, next week I'll talk a lot about Justified. It'll be okay. <laughs> um, it's really weird. I'm probably going to keep watching it. You know, just every now and then I'll throw an episode on and be like, these people are stupid. How is this on television? Especially Discovery. Like, yeah. Discovery should have a yeah. higher... Well, like, I can, I can excuse ancient aliens for some reason. But this feels very set up and you know well you 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 know those shows get you so hyped up it's like you know i want to see a monster at the end of the show yeah i mean you want them to do the kind of but the troll hunter thing you, you know? also you, want... <laughs> you also know that like if they had if in filming the show they had found a giant wolf man in mm-hmm. kentucky i would have seen it on the news already right right like every episode is going to be anticlimactic because they are never going right, to catch right, anything right. The Grassman of Kentucky exists. You just don't believe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who killed this guy? A tall Grassman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I also Cora came out last week. I'm only gonna say for one second. Um, the show is still great. Looks great on Blu-ray. Book one. Yeah, book one. Um, Legend of the Cora. That that is. Mm. And I I just want to say, 
I think it is completely of the devil if you ever make a Blu-ray of a kid show and you put unskippable trailers at the beginning. Mm. Oh my gosh. That is, I have to watch this commercial for ter- um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like the new one, every time I put it in, pretty uh, much. Boo-hoo. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, th- I I think that, especially if you're making stuff for kids, let them skip your shitty ads. Like, come on. Like, no. that is such... They want those kids to get hooked and then run to their parents <sighs> to buy the toys. That is bullshit advertising. No, just... they'll run in the mom's bed, drop kicks them. Cowabunga! Give me the turtles, mom! <laughs> 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 now, bitch! Also pizza. <laughs> I can't, uh, honey. They're $9 a piece. <laughs> Very last thing, I got a chance to see Spring Breakers this week. No, oh. um, which is the movie by Harmony Corinne, who uh, he made Gummo and has Maybe been making trash can one. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> um, sure so when Matty O'Connor was on the show, he was like, "Oh yeah, it was really cool, and I really liked it." And he was he was on for Pain and Gain and compared this movie to Pain and Gain, and it is similar, but this movie is also fucking garbage. <laughs> yeah, Trash Humpers. Yeah. yeah, he made Trash Humpers. Because I remember Matty O was talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Spring Breakers is not good. It's just not. Uh, is there oh. boobs in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got his girlfriend in there, and she's naked some. That's good. Um, I like boobs. Yeah. But there's not really any story here. Like, they, they, they pretend that there is. You know, where these girls go on Spring Break, and in order to go on Spring Break, they rob, like, a store... And then they all four of them end up going on spring break, and like there's all the characters are super cliche. There's a character, I kid you not, named Faith, who's super Christian and not part of the 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 robbery. And they bring her on spring break, and she, at first she's like, "Oh man, this is really great." And then as like as they get involved with crime in you know whatever beach town they're in, um, she's the first one that's like, "I'm going back to I'm going back to school. This is crazy." And then that's the end of the story. Like there 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 are no arcs. There really is no character that you're rooting for. There's nothing going on. The only good thing about this movie is James Franco, who plays Alien, who is this, like, rapper gangster. Um, He's got cornrows the whole time, and he just is ridiculous. Like, he seems like he's still in a comedy, like just something off-the-wall crazy. Um, And maybe the funniest scene is one where um, another one of the girls, I think, is left at this point... um, and so it's just the two like craziest girls and him and he's uh they're all in his bedroom and he's just running around and he's like look at all my shit look at all this shit i got and he's like grabbing up bottles of you know perfume and shit and he's like you want oh this is tommy hilfiger and he's first spraying it on him so look at this shit i got it's it's like five minutes you know and they cut they cut back and forth from that to future stuff and past stuff it's the the, anyway, the movie is not good um, a whole lot of repeated dialogue, and I don't mean like, I don't mean like they say the same things multiple times. I mean like, in case you forgot that there might be themes or things going on in this movie because there's not enough plot, they'll like reuse dialogue audio from before and lay it over this thing and just repeat it like six times mm-hmm. as if like, oh, okay, if we if we say it enough, it'll it'll mean something. Um, and it's just never really funny, except for the look at all my shit. That was pretty hilarious. Um, but it sounds like he's playing that rapper Riff Raff. Have you ever seen that dude Riff Raff? No. If you look him up, you'll, you'll laugh. <laughs> you will laugh. Uh, it's definitely not as good as Pain and Gain. Pain and Gain really tells... Pain and Gain is artfully made by comparison, especially in the way that like Pain and Gain starts off and you think you're rooting for these guys, and near the end you realize, like, wait a second, these guys are horrible people. Like These characters just start off being bad people, and you never really like them or care about them, and then by the end they kill some people, and you're like, okay... 
I don't know what the point was. Um, so, anyway, not great. I have a feeling you're going to see that movie this week. Yeah. Well, yeah, it came out. and Actually, yeah, a lot of boobs. I forgot. The whole beginning, all kinds of boobs oh, at the beginning. So, so if you want, just watch like the first five minutes and then just turn nice. it off. Or have boobs, the internet. Boobs, boobs, boobs. Yeah. That's what I watched. You can watch Maniac, too, if you want some boobs. Nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do the boobs get stabbed or scalped in any way? No, they're pretty untouched. Oh, okay. Nice. Do the ladies... Except for the touching scene. They should, they should change the rating system by boobs, you know. Yeah. yeah. The boob rating. Yeah. Just have, it'll be like a wiener, and the more it gets erect, the more <laughs> boobs there are. And for those of you listening at home, I made my finger slowly move up like it was a dick. <laughs> they were all already assuming that. Oh, I'm sure they were. The preview is just a big green screen with white text, and then like next to the PG, there's like a little silhouette of a dick. <laughs> it's just at different degrees. <laughs> yeah, dude, duh. That's the new one. The quotient. <laughs> Let's pay some bills, boys. Yeah. Hello, Real Nerds listeners. I'm Mac. And I'm Iliotilix. And we're here to tell you to visit Sphrix'sDomain.com. Why should you visit Sphrix'sDomain.com? Well, duh, it's simple. If you like farts and cartoons and bad words and stuff, you should definitely visit Sphrix'sDomain.com. How do you spell that address, I see? What? I don't know. Fucking S something. I I don't know. I'm, I'm in college. I have no idea. Fine. I'll do it. S P H E R Oh god. Oh god. Spell the whole thing out. S Oh god, just say the domain part. I don't want to be here all night. Jesus. Does it get any more of a complicated website name? Stupid assholes first. Jesus. Anyway, visit our website where you can read about all the funny adventures of seven aliens struggling to live together in an abandoned warehouse in Denver. Well, what, that's it? What, it doesn't say anything about my crazy hijinks or antics or... What the, <sighs> ridiculous. Nope, that's all Sperks wrote down. Well, that doesn't sound funny at all. But you know what does sound funny? Gross. Oh man, I'm hungry again. Oh, it's so disgusting. Sparks is gonna be pissed when he sees what you did to his office. Hey, what are you guys doing in my office? It smells like puke and farts in here. Go to sparksdomain.com. Bye! Sparksdomain.com. For barbecue that can't be beat. Try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoking taste on everything you eat, try new Birdman Smoking Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden. And the Danny Cash Hot Shop off Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. My man spider sense is tingling. Hey, look, it's man spider. How's it going, true believers? When I'm swinging through Colorado and I need comic books, I head to Arvada, Colorado to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh no, the teal troll is attacking me! My son's in danger! Will no one help him? Oh no, it's Man Spider! 
Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, The Whips, the competition with great deals on back issues. 50% off, hold slot, 20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia? They got that too. Where are you going, Man Spider? The Teal Troll still has my son. Here's web in your eye. Oh no, I'm bested by Man Spider again. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, and tell them the real nerd sent you. Sweet. Sweet. Box office numbers. This is the box office stats. This week is depressing. Yeah? You sad? A little. I don't like it any time that a movie flops horribly. I mean, unless it's really a piece of shit like Spring Breakers. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, when it's a movie that, like, is just getting unwanted or undeserved hate, you know... Um, it's just shitty. Man is still? No, 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 no. Actually, that's also true. Man, fuck. The internet is stupid. No, but Lone it's Ranger. it's not flopping. So only no. got, uh, no, 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 it's not. But all getting undeserved hate is what he's saying. Uh, Lone Ranger only got 29 million, came in second mm-hmm. behind Despicable Me 2. Despicable Me 2 crushed it. 146 yeah. million over the weekend. Did you get to see Lone Ranger yet? Oh, no. Hmm. I haven't seen it yet either. I gots to. Not that exciting, huh? <laughs> the box office let us down this week. Go on see well, movies. I mean, guys. it is no. It's a thing that people are talking about a lot, just because of how. I mean, it's a two hundred fifteen million dollar movie, yeah. and it made thirty million dollars in a weekend. Like, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, thirty million dollars probably only pays Johnny Depp's paycheck. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. probably it. You know. Um, yeah, that was a big risk. Pretty sure. Pretty sure that means that next year, you know, Disney's going to shut down. They can't. They can't keep doing. Oh, I this. know. Max. It's not like they have all the money. You know they did release Iron Man three this year. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's maybe billion the, maybe Disney will pull through. You're yeah. right. Be like me. If they're really lucky, saving Mr. Banks will really that'll be the sleeper hit of the year. I like that trailer. I do too, man. Great. They got Monsters University too. <laughs> yeah. So. They got lots of oh, you're right. Okay, maybe Disney will be okay. Yeah, you're right. And you're they right. got Avengers from last year. <laughs> oh, oh they're that's fine. Right. Yeah, they're probably they're still fine. riding off of that <laughs> Avengers money. Maybe they'll bring Cinderella out of the vault. Maybe maybe Mickey Mouse's ears are a little limp this year, guys, because of all the hard times happening at Disney Company. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Come on, Blue. Not, don't you want to play Fetch Boy? Not even. Well, no, it's probably, I don't know if you've ever seen that, it's like that Disney episode where um, when uh, they're all in the house and they don't have any food and they're like slicing the bean in half. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's Mickey yeah. and the Beanstalk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a great episode. <laughs> They're hurting like that. <laughs> you know, if you want to download a sweet app, you can download it's called Mickey Video, and it's just a bunch of Mickey Mouse cartoons. Huh. It's free. Have you seen those new ones they've been doing? Yeah, they're great. The new animation style? Yeah. I haven't seen them. They're awesome. You should well, beautiful. It's called Mickey Video. They have them all on there. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah no, I'll check that out. It's free. And they have those ones, they have a bunch of old ones on there, too. And yeah. when you download it, if you put Real Nerds into the promo code, do you get a third off your order? No, you get uh, an extra bonus Mickey cartoon. Oh, Mickey good. goes to yeah. the movies! Oh, okay. <laughs> the only one I've seen is the one uh, Minnie has like a bagel shop, and mm. she needs like a baguette in there in France. So Mickey like drives around Paris trying to like get her another baguette. And it's yeah. just like he's running into stuff yeah, and like riding great. over things and it's like moto motorbike. Yeah. A whole episode the, just about I Mickey s- trying to get they his have three other ones on there. <laughs> There's one called Yodelberg where he, uh, Minnie is at the top of this mountain and she's yodeling and Mickey comes out. He's like, yodeling. It's really cute. And my favorite one actually is uh, him and Donald are walking on a boardwalk and they go into, they want, and they're meeting up Daisy and Minnie and they're 
they want to get lunch. So they go into a little diner that Goofy's flipping hot dogs and hamburgers in. And he's like, well, gosh, you guys can't come in here. No shirt, because Mickey never wears a shirt. No <laughs> shoes. Donald never has shoes. No service. <laughs> so they go out there, and they decide that they're going to all put each other's clothes on, and they can't figure out who. <laughs> so Donald socks Mickey and takes all his clothes. <laughs> and so he goes in there, and he's all, like, dancing and singing, and Mickey's naked. Well, and he's scared because the girls are coming down the pier, too. It's a really cute cartoon. <laughs> That's awesome. And then there's another one where... Uh, it's called New York Weenie, and this uh, Mickey buys Minnie another hot dog, but the hot dog gets away, and he goes through New York trying to catch it. It's yeah, funny. whole episode, Mickey tries to give his hot dog to Minnie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, hidden messages and cute Disney cartoons. <laughs> but yeah, you should really check out the new Disney stuff. They're really cute, and the art style is really good. Anyways, uh, hey, what's coming out next? Oh, there's lots of shit coming out next week. Next week is so expensive. Yeah, it's awesome. DVD releases and Blu-rays. Evil Bull- Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil Dead. I was going to make a joke and say, Bullet to the Head, number one release next nice. week. Uh, Sylvester Stallone's movie. Uh, but yeah, Evil Dead, which, I, pff, man, now I have to pre-order something right now. Yep. Yeah. It's a great one. Also, 42, which is amazing. Yeah. Finally, I'm going to get a chance, you know, all, seen that had, all those chances I had before don't count, but uh, now I'll, I'll get a chance to go rent that movie and... I love that they kept the Blu-ray box art as the sideways him sliding. Yeah. Because the DVD one's lame. Yeah. And it's cool because it's the like DVD he's, one? Going, he's going like, yeah, but he's also sliding. Yeah. It's uh, a cool the DVD one's like holding a bat or something. It's, oh. Did you get a C-42? We're staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you get a C-42? No, I haven't seen it. Uh, it's great. Evil Dead? Evil Dead I saw. I like I liked Evil Dead. Yeah. yeah. Man. Even I liked Evil Dead. I know. I, I was like, worried you weren't. Yeah, no, no, I loved that movie. Um, there's okay. There's this weird movie called Solomon Kane coming out this week um, that has been floating around unreleased for years. That like people have talked about and has had good reviews, but was never getting a release. Um, so now is finally the chance people can check that movie out. Um, I can't even remember what it's about or why people liked it. it, it Do you? For, for a while, it was free on. Um on Xbox Live. It oh, was, was it? Movies you could watch for free, but yeah. um, I started watching it one weekend and I just got wrapped up in other stuff. It didn't, um, it, I forgot the whole story. It just didn't, it didn't suck me in, but yeah. I'm not saying it's not a good movie, but it just didn't, it didn't capture me. I kind of remember like it was based on a book or something. Anyway, people yeah. cared about this thing and then it never happened. Um, that guy's a good actor though. I like, I like him as an actor though. Yeah, yeah. Proof uh, Roy. Um, and then uh, the first season of Orphan Black, that BBC show that I gave up on because it wasn't very good. Like you're the only person. Everybody talks about how much they love that show. Um, it's like a big deal at uh, Comic Con and everything. Yeah, I uh, I think that it's a little bit of the BBC fever, you know, where when something is British, everybody's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And it's you know, it's not actually better than uh, American television. This in this case, yeah. you know, there's like, some cool stuff on BBC, but this I like the stuff on BBC that someone doesn't say, "Oh, you got to watch this." You know, you just watch and you like it because I used yeah. to watch the hell out of Red Dwarf, and I was just like, "This is just funny," and I, <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> and then somebody came to you and was like, "You got to watch Red Dwarf," and you were like, "No, fuck that." <laughs> <laughs> I hate Red Dwarf. Now. Yeah. <laughs> This is bullshit. <laughs> it's like when you try to tell Ryan to watch Downtown Abbey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm tired of watching people drink tea and... <laughs> they never even drink tea. <laughs> I don't think. 
Well, we're gonna sit down here and drink some tea right now. Here, yeah, you want <laughs> two knobs such as one, Governor? <laughs> I'm always go around the corner. I'm always too concerned about with whether or not people are gonna kiss on that show <laughs> that I'm never paying attention to whether or not they're drinking tea. I let's don't even know what the, the story is. Let's go to the garden and have our tea, and maybe we can kiss out there. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have biscuits. Well, at least Those are really cookies, but we call them biscuits because we we're English. We could just stare at each other and then think about maybe kissing each other. <laughs> if you want a fig Newton, they're really good. <laughs> You, Are you my brother or my cousin? <laughs> Jaffa Cakes. They eat Jaffa Cakes. Oh, yeah. And do you remember the uh, old, there's an old Saturday Night Live commercial where Mike Myers was uh, Headley and Weish toothpaste, the British toothpaste, which was 99% pure cane sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll have teeth just like us. And you know, British people have fucked up teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Headley and Weish. I can't believe I remember that shit. It's like 1990. <laughs> I'm old as shit. Like, if you saw how old shit was and saw me about the same age <laughs> dinosaur shit yep is there is there a cell phone in it in the shit dinosaur shit no there's a, no there's a cell phone <laughs> in the dinosaur <laughs> oh, that's from Jurassic Park 3 Joe Johnson uh, why did you make that happen is that all the movies yeah that's everything cool thanks the digital, the digital bits. bits we appreciate it we're picking up that noise you're making, by the yeah. way, James. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Why don't you just get to the real news and quit making fucking noises? You sound like God. a Ouija board at first. <laughs> I was rubbing the real news, that's why. <laughs> it's real news! So, Brad, you're a big fan of uh, those new Spider-Man movies, right? You like those? You mean Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ryan. He's looking at me calling me Brad. I know. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I'm off. I'm off today. It's one step closer to being the host of the show. He wants Spider-Man to be gay now. I know. I read that. Did you see that? I can't believe that. That's so scandalous. Yeah. You, you don't think Spider-Man could be gay? He could be. Yeah. But he's too busy porking Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy. <laughs> yeah. He's had to fit in a porking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if, if they made a movie where he started having sex with Michael Jordan, that'd be pretty crazy. No, he's Michael, sorry, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. No, nobody get crazy here. <laughs> um, it'd be, yeah. Uh, you could do it. Yeah, it uh, doesn't matter. Here's, here's my problem with it. If they made... Wow, James. No, no, no. If they make the You're movie about, like... If the whole point of the movie is like, this time Spider-Man's gay, then it's not a very good movie. No, I right, agree. Right. You know? Then it's, no then it's Brokeback Mountain with Spider-Man, and I'm like... Yeah. You know. But, you know, that's the, the thing with, you know... He's, Spider-Man can be anybody. That's why he right. wears that costume. He can be black, white, purple, green, yellow. Doesn't a girl. Matter. It could be a girl. Like an eight-year-old girl. Well, probably not, but... <laughs> <laughs> could, could he be a dog or, he'd or be, an animal? He'd be Spider-Dog, then, yeah. Did you see those uh, awesome po- photos of Electro, though? Yeah, that I like it. great. I like it, yeah. I yeah. know my new Entertainment Weekly came in the mail today. Yeah. Looks great. Who's yeah. playing Electro? Jamie Foxx. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe those... I gotta look the photos again, because the photos I saw... He looked like a, a what is those like a? Oh, okay, that's different. Yeah, that's different. it's cool. Like on the side, you can see like his ears are all burnt up and everything. Yeah, and on on one side, he's got like a, a electrical thing like yeah. plugged into his neck. He looks very superhero movie ish, mm-hmm. like you know, like what a superhero in the mid nineties, like that kind of superhero movie looks like. Um, I I think that's cool. I like, like the idea that it's going back to that sort of comic booky style. He looks no. like one of those fire guys from Iron Man 3. Or Mr. Freeze. Always turned on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I got... I, like he's got I, the glowing yeah. stuff inside him. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think his eyes are kind of cool. I always Electro would look always cool, look cool on the big screen. Yeah, I mean he has cool powers and stuff. And his eyes are cool because like his uh, the whites of his eyes are blacked out, so it almost looks like his eyes are just little floating glowy mm. circles. Um, yeah, it's a it's a dope design. Um, hold on, somebody's coming down the stairs. I think somebody nope. might be here to tell us that we should be more quiet. Nope, not gonna happen. Hmm. Um, so, oh shoot. Everything is getting screwed up. Uh, did you guys? Any, nobody watched Sharknado, right? No, it's like huge though. Yeah, no, it's just um, I, you know, I've just been seeing a lot about it online, you know, and 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 most of it's just because it's it's just ridiculous. But yeah. you know, I, you know what, I, I like those movies. I mean, to just to laugh at. I mean, you know, it's it's just you know, I'm just wondering, you know, if. If they, you know, I still, even though it sounds cheesy, I still want them to do certain things where it makes the movie interesting, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I have somebody. Like sharks survive out of water yeah. in a tornado. <laughs> well, I think the. Tornado's full of water. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a water spurt. Water, so, it's, uh, that's, that's what's water supporting spout. the. Uh, that's oh, a typhoon, sharks. right? Yeah. I guess. So, it mm. should be. It's a sharknado, shark guys. <laughs> shark food. <laughs> shark food. Not as. Copyright Real Nerds Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're making it. Um, <laughs> shark food. The funny thing about and this shark, is Sharknami that I think a lot of people don't realize <laughs> Sharkquake, the Shark Trilogy. This is an asylum movie, and it just blew up. Like it, it like sci-fi is going to be playing this movie every day for two weeks now because this is the most attention sci-fi has gotten in years. Like since Battlestar was over, I'm pretty sure isn't like the poster it says Sharknado. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It does say it says enough said. Yeah, it does. Oh, it doesn't say. Enough said because that's no, it says, copyrighted by good old Stan Lee. <laughs> You're right. Um, it's, I think it's crazy that if this movie makes like legit money, if the Asylum is making movies that five years from now get real releases and people pay attention to, I, I'm, I don't want to live in that world. Dude, it's coming. Transmorphers 3. Uh, uh, now here's the thing. I want to watch the shit out of this. I do, but I also don't want it to get popular or ever make money. <laughs> like I want it to still exist in that weird Radio Shack world where you don't know how it's still there or how it keeps existing, but it's always there. Like I don't understand how these movies make money. Even even I mean, in this case, they're making advertising dollars because mm-hmm. everyone was watching Sharknado this week. Um, but still, just fucking weird. This whole thing is bizarre. Funny, you know, we didn't mention that Russell took pictures of the shit we sent him, and you sent him Transmorphers, like Rise of Man or Fall. Yeah, of I man. did. He's yeah, pretty much like, what do I do with this? Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. He's like, he's like, thanks, real nerds, I guess. <laughs> did, the, did the picture have the card in it? Because I wrote, yeah, it, where it just says, "Congratulations!" Exclamation point? Question mark. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't know. Uh, you know, he got a signed poster too, and I said, "Hey, thanks, DC. You're one of our first listeners." And James put, "Thanks for sticking with us, Brad." But James is sensitive about his dick. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, on like a whole bunch of early episodes, yeah, James really always complained that well, yeah, the Russell was making fun of his dick. The first time that Russell wrote in, he was like talking about our dicks being small. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> when I wanted people writing into this show, I like, wanted... I'll pull up my fucking dick right now on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll show you guys. Yeah. yeah. No, he wrote, he wrote me later, later saying, like, um, I'm probably never going to watch this. <laughs> so I wrote him back, like, you know what? You can... Um, you can throw it in the trash. You can trade yeah. it in, get money back, or you can burn it. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Trading in, it'll be hard since it now has a quote from the Real News podcast on it. <laughs> real where shit show. Written, yeah, written on there, it says, this is a real shit show. Um, Was it not shrink-wrapped? 
Oh no, it's my copy. Oh, that's so what I did. I sent out my plastic. copies. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. So like, Cora, yeah. Cora got um, two-headed shark attack. Uh, Mick got uh, pinata survival island. <laughs> Forget who got. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did yeah. you buy that movie twice? Pinata survival island. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I probably will buy it again. Wait, what is that movie? Uh, uh, pinata survival island is about um, a a gang of of teenagers in college or a gang of college students. Mm-hmm. Um, who are all in frats? They f- boat out to this island, um, where there are a plethora of undergarments all through the trees, and they run across the island trying to gather up the undergarments out right. of the trees. Now, meanwhile, they find a giant clay pinata. They call it a pinata, but it's a giant clay statue, um, and somebody hits it with a rock, and then it comes to life because it's actually a demon. It's possessed with all of the tears of a village <laughs> from back in the day. All the tears of pinatas in, are broken across Mexico. <laughs> yeah, like back in volcano times like all of this village put all their sorrow into the thing and then it goes around and it, it, <laughs> hang, it, it, it hangs in the trees and then it jumps down and hits people with a bludgeon uh, and sometimes it just lassos them with a really shitty looking vine right. and hangs them in the tree. Um, <laughs> and then at the end they blow it up. Um, yeah, it's a great movie. Uh, it's got um, some people that you know from Buffy and <laughs> uh, and that that show about oh Earl. My name is Earl. Yeah, it was Earl. Um, anyway, very last piece of news, and none of you guys are going to give a fucking shit about this, but I have to talk about it because this is my outlet. Um, this was again a sad week. Now we're talking about more people dying, but Brian Davis died this week, which is only important to me because um, he was one of the hosts of the of the Giant Bombcast. That's why I brought it up before. Oh. Um, only 34 and he got married a, like less than a week before he died don't know what he died of yet they haven't released that part but the reason I bring it up is that when we started this show um, Ryan Davis was the guy I wanted to be like he was totally my inspiration for how I wanted our show to build a community and be entertaining and, and um, both be you know a fun thing to listen to but also just be uh, the kind of thing where people listen because they get to know us and they like us and we all sort of become friends through it. Um, all of the guys on that show, but Ryan Davis especially, feel to me like friends that if I hung out with them, I am I am their friend and I understand all of their inside jokes and they wouldn't know who the hell I am. Um, but it, it still, man, it, it has stuck with me all week hmm. and, and just been a really bizarre thing. It, it brings into a, a very bizarre light what we do and... Um, and how not I don't think our stuff is important to anybody, but like he was he was one of the number one trending things on Twitter Monday in the world, just because when people found out like the internet at least in in the gaming community blew up and everybody was talking about this thing um and i you know, I just felt like I would be remiss if I didn't um throw that out there was he the main host um kind of they're like he and and Jeff Gersman are probably the two main people are are really the two main people on that show um and I would say that if Jeff Gersman is the brains of the show then then Ryan Davis was the heart um he was sort of the the he was sort of the one that was keeping things going and he would be the one who would interject and be like all right now we're going to do emails because they they do so many bunny trails i mean it's 3 hours long yeah. um so he was sort of the one that was running it i will say that on episodes that he wasn't there they felt less interesting and they felt like off weeks you know um, so it's like gonna. When I'm gone. Yeah. No. 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 I mean, straight up. Uh, I'm not even. That's what I was getting at. Like. Uh, yeah. Like hypothetically, it's, what if like Ryan kicked the bucket? Would. 
Do you think we do real nerds without him? Um. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, well, I, our, I, our guest is like, no, no, no. Kiss ass. Like, you could do it, but I wouldn't fucking listen. Yeah. <laughs> they just black out my picture on our T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> With a Sharpie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I keep um, thinking you guys are doing that same thing. Well, I don't want to give it away. No, no, no. Spoiler, but you guys are doing the same kind of thing with the brain melding like they did in the movie. The, and, you know, you mm. guys are both in the, you guys are in the Yeah, and if one arm goes down, yeah. there's yeah. only one person in the world that can. Right? Yeah, one so um, yeah, when you're gone. We, we don't recast him. If we just, if, just if Brad died, we, it would be done because Ryan and I wouldn't take the time to learn how. <laughs> how to do, do you do put it. this on the internet? Fucking <laughs> 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 bullshit! What are all these passwords? Yeah. <laughs> um, if I died, you could totally keep going. Nope. Nah. Really? No, no if one of us. I mean, this is horrible to talk about. If one of us died, no, I would not do have, have you seen Ryan and I talk back and forth to each other? It's like my, Ryan might as well talk to a wall. Yeah. <laughs> but you could get Cora in here. Uh, well, there's always room for <laughs> females on the show, regardless of who's dead or not. <laughs> my, door, my doorbell's going to ring tonight, yeah. and Brad's going to be there with a boob, with a bowie knife. <laughs> Wham! Right in yeah. the chin. <laughs> Cora, Call Cora up right away. <laughs> I, I really third. have to tell you this. Could you move from Durango and be on the show all the time? Yeah. I'll get you a job at Sam's yeah. Club, and you'll be really I'm happy. still not getting over the fact that you guys are thinking about it, and he's <laughs> like, no, it'd be horrible without him on the show. <laughs> no, and I... No, 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 no. We could dress up a dog. (laughs) No, it's a weird thing because at some level you kind of want to go like, no, man, he would want us to keep going. Like we built all this stuff and you wouldn't want it to end. Um, But for the survivors, um, that's not an easy thing, you know? Um, I agree. It's Giant Bombcast is different because there's like five guys on that show. Like they can totally keep going. Um, And even on Twitter like made a comment. They're they're like, no, there's no way we're going to stop. Yeah. but yeah, it would be different, you know. Yeah. When there's only three of us, um, that would everybody's be important cog in the clock. The kind of clocks you got got cogs in them, dude. Like Big Ben, <laughs> we're like the biggest, like gears. We're like one of the best podcasts of 2013. I don't know if you've done a Google <laughs> search. Cogs are made out of stone, <laughs> or at least in my brain they are. Yeah. Anyway, that's news. Hey, I read comic books. This is what I read this week. What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner. Dun, 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 dun. Actually, I'm having lots of fun. Um, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm a Mega Man fan. What? Right? And uh, they have a cute little comic on Archie. It's a little Mega Man comic, and it's re- it's geared toward kids, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of cute. And he fights, you know, like Cuts Man yep. and Woods Man from all the early Mega Mans. But now he reprogrammed all the evil robots to be his allies to take down bigger threats. But right now they're doing it's called like uh, racism or world hunger. Yes, exactly. So they go they take a boat to Africa and they instead of shooting, you know, lasers out of his mega blaster, it's pies so they can eat them. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Oh, um pies. but no, so Archie also owns Sonic the Hedgehog in mm. the comic books. Huh. And right now they're doing this really fun crossover called Worlds Collide and it's Mega Man and Sonic are teaming up to beat Robotnik and uh Dr. Wiley. Oh. And so they're all throwing out all their crazy creations and they're making robots together. And as a kid who grew up in that era, it's really cool. And yeah. like all the covers, uh, Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics in Arvada is really cool. Andrew gives me all the 8 bit variants. So oh, they all have dude. like video game Nintendo box art yeah. for the Mega Man ones. I get the Mega Man covers because I'm a Mega Man fan, but the Sonic ones have si- Sega Genesis style mm, covers. I was say, yeah. That's awesome. And uh, so it's really fun. And, uh, and it's a really fun little story. I mean, the Mega Man stories aren't deep, but if you had like those kind of 
goofy stories. I mean, I, I'm really enjoying them. I, I have it's it's on part. I'm up to part nine, and there's twelve parts, and it's still pretty fun. It's really lightweight. You know, every week they fight some new robot. It's fun. I love the Mega Man games, but I've never beat any of them. No, never. They're hard. They're hard. They're hard. Yeah. It's all about jumps and timing. And yeah, you know, there's a trophy uh, on Mega Man 10 mm-hmm. to beat the game without getting hit. How the fuck do you do that? Yeah, dang. And I, but there's somebody out there that can do it, but it's not me. No, <laughs> I'm. A, I'm. I've beaten every Mega Man. I I couldn't do it. Yeah. Not not a chance in hell. I always wondered, like the people who make the games, they have to be the best players at that game, right? Because yeah, right. they got to test every aspect of it. But I mean, can you imagine like building the game just like, oh fuck, I died again. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> no, I mean the Mega Man games. You know, you have to find each boss's weakness. Each level has usually a part where you have to use another power to beat it. Right. And you have to kind of it's through trial and error, yep. and, and they're really hard. Yeah. Um, especially when you get to Doctor Wily's castles, because then you'll fight these huge robots, and you know maybe you'll have to use the uh, here. Here's a Mega Man hit for you tip for you guys, Mega Man Two. Uh, you have to fight a flying dragon, and everyone uses his Mega Buster because it takes down some energy. Mm-hmm. Don't use that. Use the boomerang attack because it takes off like a quarter of his energy every time he gets hit. Right. So you have to hit him four times. Yep. Mega now, Man fact laid on the line. Here's the one thing that the video game makers have that that the regular players don't is that at least they know that trick, so they know they 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 know whether or not they're doing it right. The worst fucking thing about hard games like that is when you're playing it and you're like this has got to be the way I've got to do this. And right, you're right. just throwing yourself against the wall the whole time and you don't realize there's like a fucking invisible shelf that you can jump on that then that lets you twirl backwards and kill the zombie in the back of the head. Well, if you <laughs> like, take dust and throw it across <laughs> the invisible barrier, maybe you can see oh, it across. Oh, Last Crusade damn. reference, guys. Last Crusade. So yeah, yeah you yeah. should pick out... Um, you might not be able to get the variant covers. Um, every place I've gone, I haven't seen them. I don't think there's very many of them, but I've... Those... Issues sell out. I mean, yeah. every time I'm at coins cards, I don't see the Mega Mans. I, maybe one or two issues right. of each issue. Yeah, and maybe because they don't order very many of them, but they must be popular because I think it's on Mega Man's on like 32 issues. Even if you're not into it for the nostalgia, would it be like a, just a good kids book? Yeah, it's a great kids book. Yeah, I mean, because cool. there's even um, the second, uh, the first arc is Mega Man learning that uh, there's uh, oh there's. A, a scene that I actually almost cried reading a Mega Man comic. He he's fighting Woodsman, mm-hmm. and he's so mad that Woodsman's beat him. He takes his blaster and shoots him in the face with it, <laughs> and he realizes he starts crying and he goes to Doctor Light. And he's like, "What am I doing? I can't believe I did that." And Doctor Light says, "Yeah, just because you have all this power doesn't mean you have to use it." And it's a really sad thing. And he gives up being Mega Man, and then Doctor Light gets kidnapped. And he realizes that he can use his powers for good, and it's it's a cute little story. And I, I mean, I loved it. Check Being a Mega out. Man fan, you should check it. Yeah, yeah. I think you get the first trade for like seven bucks. I'll check it out. Definitely. I feel like somehow Ryan turned that into talking about Spider Man. No, like he was real. He was real close. <laughs> yeah, but all like, sound like Spider Man. No, but you shouldn't sh- shoot Woodman in the face. Right, <laughs> guys? Yeah, he's a big oak tree. He didn't deserve a shot in the face. So this week we saw Pacific Rim. Bree, should people go see Pacific Rim? Yes, they should go see Pacific Rim. Um, my thing though was the, the reason why I like Pacific Rim it, it just the whole it just reminded me of a bunch of stuff from my childhood the, you know Godzilla movies King Kong movies um, the whole Voltron thing the the Rock'em Sock'em Robots thing is just you know but you know watch the movie you just get a whole bunch of memories and also you know they had the little little Japanese up in there so that reminds me of my time being in Japan so I, I liked it a lot of it very cool James um, somebody asked me last week like what movie from this year I'd seen that really 
blew me away that I immediately wanted to go see again. And I was racking my brain about it. Like there were little movies like Mud or you know other little dramas, indie movies that I had seen that I was like, oh man, that was really good and stuck with me. But even the Iron Mans that I enjoyed, I was like, oh, okay, you know, it was good. You know, it was fun. Um, this is the first one that feels that way. This is the first one that feels really special. Um, so yeah, absolutely, I think people should go see this movie. It's uh, it is fun from beginning to end, and you know. Sure, people are going to pick things apart about this movie, I'm yeah. sure, because the internet fucking sucks. But it's great. This movie is so great. This is a movie I'll definitely probably see a second time by going with someone that hasn't seen it. Yeah. And uh, this will be a definite movie that probably once it comes out on Blu-ray, I'll end up getting in and watch it with my grandfather. So Yeah. Very cool. You know, so. Brad? <laughs> oh, he hates the movie. I can see it in his ass. No, I, I, I was uh, going to say, like, I know I sound like a broken record, but... um. If you're a Neon Genesis Evangelion fan, like I know there's a lot of robot Japanese robot movies, but or franchises, but there are like subtle details that are just um, homages to that series. That um, just the whole time I was just like, I wish this was that. Like, why can't this just be that? Why do we have to create a whole new thing? But that being said, this movie is still a lot of fun and badass to watch. Um, there's some clunky, goofy dialogue um, yeah. and some force like overly like triumphant stuff um but uh, yes it's still fun so um i'd say it's worth a watch he's like the jay baruchel of our show he's like <laughs> you're like what you're the, the fuck <laughs> you're like, like hey man i really like that movie it's okay it's i'm gonna go okay. get some cigarettes yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it was pretty fun um you guys but we'll talk about more after you're making fun of it at the end uh yeah well because there's some s- silly parts in it but um, yeah yeah, yeah. Here, here's a trailer for it. Boom. That wasn't the trailer. That's me making a sound. Yeah, I got that. We always thought alien life would come from the stars, but it came from deep beneath the Pacific. What the hell is going on? you made land in San Francisco. The second attack hit Manila. And then the third one hit Cabo. And then we learned this was not going to stop. In order to fight monsters, we created monsters of our own. We needed a new weapon. Jaeger program was born. Two pilots, our minds, our memories, connected. And man and machine become one.
is pretty cool. Pacific Rim. Is there even anything really to spoil? Uh, I, mean, I don't think so. They fight monsters. Yeah. It, I mean, the premise of the movie is, you know, actually I was shocked that it started with the, what was their names? Kajus? Kai, Kaijus? Kaijus. Kaijus. Like, it started with them, you know, yeah. coming out immediately and mm-hmm. how we beat them and that they evolved. And that was a really cool little I think a, I think a stroke of genius, because I think most people, most of the time when you make a movie like this, it's Independence Day where... All of a sudden, everybody attacks. How are we going to beat them? We somehow magically come up with some idea of like, oh, we could do this. But this whole premise that like we've been doing this for ten years at this point, and and we've we've lost the war for a while, we've won the war for a while, and this is where we are. Um, it, it allows them to sort of sneak in at the end this idea that like, wait a second, we're about to really lose the war, mm-hmm. you know, and this really is crunch time, and you don't even. It, it takes you a minute to realize, like, oh, this is exactly like all those other movies, but they hit it really well. And it had a political message, too. I'm pretty sure that wall they're building is, uh, you know... The border fence. What's the border 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 are you saying the Mexicans are giant monsters? <laughs> no, I'm saying Guillermo yeah, del Toro is, and that was his <laughs> un- underlining message in the movie, that no matter how strong your defenses are, you're not going to keep them out. Right. <laughs> I I think you're reading a little bit too much into it. Because um, I mean, what you really saying that, is... I've been thinking about that joke for three and a half hours now. <laughs> <laughs> what you're really saying is what we needed to build is giant robots so we can just beat up the Mexicans. That's no, what you're saying. No, I did not say if that. We could, if, we could, if we could blow up the land that attaches our country to their country... See, see James, really your thinks be... I'm crass, but like, <laughs> you go and go. I never said that. I'm just taking your metaphor to the logical conclusion. That's but all. I, you know, too, you know, it just seems so stupid that they're building that wall. Oh, and that wall was the dumbest they're, thing. they're, like, ripping apart buildings. I don't think a wall would yeah, stop them. The, there yeah. were a lot of bricks in that wall. It's like building a wall to stop zombies. The, the, and the, <laughs> the whole the whole wall thing, they, you know, they didn't go into... You saw a dude welding metal. It wasn't like there was a force field or anything that <laughs> yeah. was... Yeah, you know, yeah. It's literally, like, giant monsters that could spit, you know, acid and all that stuff, so... Yeah. yeah. Kinda... Especially in a world where, like, they can build robot, They can build these giant robots that have, like you know giant phaser things on their arms and you're like wait is it really a wall what you couldn't just build like how about a satellite with a giant laser thing on it but one thing that they did touch on kind of which i wish they would have expanded on more was that you know i think a lot of people wanted to see more mechs and they did kind of they did kind of separate it between the the nationalities you know like the russians had this and, and yeah. i think if they would have you know if they if they did even you know another movie or whatever it'll be it'll be you know it'll be great to see more mechs and you know, different, you know, you know, like even going back, you know, how, how kind of they go back with like Gilder War showing the stuff, you know, different war periods and, you know, yeah. and they did, had this war went down and all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, the movie sets yeah. itself up for a prequel yeah. and a yeah. sequel. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I mean, the, I mean, the movie overall is, I mean, there is set pieces and like effects in that movie. That just blow my mind. I mean, it's when that big stunning. when that big monkey jumps out of the water to, and, and like leaps through the air and then grabs the the, the Russian um, uh, Jaeger like by the neck. Oh man, that I want to watch that shot all day. I love the shot where the one uh, uh, guy just spreads his wings and flies in the atmosphere carrying. Mm-hmm. 
Gypsy Danger, and then yeah. Gypsy Danger rips out the sword and yeah. just like cuts in half and <laughs> oh. falls from the sky. And it's got that big wide shot with the sun behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it's man. badass. Just gorgeous. So cool. And you know, I understand why people adopt little Asian kids because that little girl <laughs> in that movie was adorable. Oh yeah, I wanted to save her. <laughs> yeah, like, don't that, stop crying. And that and that whole scene is so badass. Yeah. You know, because like. You you could almost argue that, you know, because it's her memory that she is remembering it a little bit wrong, mm -hmm. you know, and so that that's why, it, like, this giant monster is after her, you know, which mm -hmm. in real life it probably wasn't, but for her that's how it feels. So when yeah. she remembers it, it's like there's nobody else there, she's completely alone, and it's just trampling through the well, whole city I just think, to kill her, and I that's mean, so cool. I, yeah, it's definitely a metaphor, too, because... Um, Idris Elba's character we know when he comes out all heroically and he's standing yeah. on top and by the way if I ever have like I need to rally somebody I'm gonna hire that guy I'm like dude do a speech for me <laughs> yeah 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 man it's better than Independence Day speech the second good movie you know, same, same guy he was in Prometheus so I know yeah. he's getting some good uh, geek cred here yeah he's really good in futuristic space outfits yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he dies both times going down with the ship. Yeah. Oh man, that's true. Nasty. Now it's spoilers. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, man, I had so much fun. Um, and I actually liked those characters. Well, like, it's raining all the time though. Um, to to bl same reason it's raining all the time in Godzilla because the CG is not very good. They need to black <laughs> it out. <laughs> um, the uh, it, it's funny because like my mom's big fear was that it was going to be all action and not you know not a lot of fun. And I actually think. There's a lot of just character stuff and like trying to get you into this world and get you to like these people yeah. and I, mean, I don't some, think it's um, very deep but there's some fun no, character things. No, no, no. It's I mean a, a lot of it is very much like the two sciences, oh, the two sciences are sciences such is char awesome. caricatures. Yeah, Charlie Day kind of steals the show on that one. Oh, oh yeah, and of yeah. course um, Ron Perlman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who people cheered for? I know. I can't believe people cheered for. Yeah, him. Like they were like Ron Perlman was a cheerworthy guy. Yeah, he's a bit Ooh, of a cult yeah. actor. So. Yeah, I guess too because yeah. it's a Guillermo del Toro movie that. They expect him. I think it's his like fifth or sixth movie with him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. he's uh, been there since like early '90s with Kronos and stuff. Yeah, Hellboy. Mm, that's yeah, right. I, um, man, I haven't got a chance to watch Kronos yet. I've, I had the DVD for a little bit, but I didn't watch it. But yeah, Del Toro is a great director too. He does uh, some shots. There's that one shot, you know, the little, um, little Miko, Miho, Miko, Chico. Uh, what was her name? Mako. Mako. Yeah, Mako. Well, there's a tracking shot. It was really tight on her, and then it went behind a rock, and it was like. Is really far behind and just like a sweep is really a great shot. Mm -hmm. Just really clever. Um, I will say, like, for the most part, I, I, I'd voiced some concerns earlier that they were showing us so many of the monsters that I wasn't going to get that really satisfying, like, oh, that's a badass looking creature thing that I expect from Guillermo del Toro. And he is not, this is not the top of his game as far as like creating monsters that I am inspired by and just want to stare at all day. I thought a lot of them looked um, the same. Yeah. yeah, they've got a lot of similarities to them, and they're all they're all like in, clearly influenced by different actual animals. Um, but but yeah, a lot of similarities between like what parts you, they tack on and things like that. Um, and all because they're so CG, you know, none of them are going to look like the Angel of Death in Hellboy Two, or you know, um, the the creepy Thin Man from uh, Pan's Labyrinth. But the know. thing about the the monsters in there is that. I always watching the whole movie. You know, to me, even though they were mechs, you always felt like the mechs were more vulnerable than the monsters. Yeah. Because oh, every, yeah. You know, every time when you'd see them get hit, you'd see everyone rocking around and in inside and sparks flying. And you know, the monsters. You know, it was just well, one of the monsters. Cool. All he did was like just 
reach over, rip off the one mech's head. <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> he was out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, when the, when the Japanese one gets killed. Well, yeah, and basically out of nowhere, the tail just comes up and goes, whoop, yeah. crushes the head and rips it off. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Yeah. oh. Yeah. And it's all built up like, you know, they're the, they fight with three people in yeah. the pl- uh, plug uh, room. Uh, so you're like, oh, they're going to have like this, cr- they're probably faster and, you know, they got extra arms. So that's going to be cool. Nope. Head <laughs> ripped yeah. off. Like, right. oh. Yeah. Um, it's well, like when Homer Simpson's like <laughs> the Yakuza descends on his lawn. He's like, oh, what the little guy's going to do something. And then like Homer get inside and they close the door and all of a sudden you hear in the background like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what's, uh, I mean, the cool thing about this movie though, too, is you saw the evolution of those, those monsters though, too, from, yeah. you know, the first one was kind of slow and mm-hmm. destructing. And then the, as they adapted to our, you know, Jaegers, they started getting a little stronger and a little quicker and understood what they were doing, new tricks, and... Yeah. It's pretty pretty fun. But the, also the progression of what the character... You know, the characters, rather than, you know, you're seeing the movie, you're thinking, okay, it's just going to be people jumping in suits. At least, uh, you know, it showed, you know, they had to have some training. They had to, you know... Um, you know, their one mind couldn't control the machine at first. I mean, it went a lot further than just people jumping in the middle suits. Yeah, and yeah. Swinging, you know fighting and stuff i'm sure that ryan brad's gonna tell me that this is in every japanese thing ever made but yeah the whole like (laughs) melding two brains thing and and (laughs) how that affects the um like the relationships between these people is is really a cool thing um it was something interesting that i think added a little bit more depth to it than you know just you know oh Uh will smith and jeff goldblum are gonna get in this ship and make jokes together until they (laughs) kill the bad guys you know like there was there was a bit more weight to it um especially in that reveal near the end where you find out that these two guys that have been arguing the whole time are actually father and son i thought they were gay because they weren't that that different in age so that whole scene's going on and i didn't realize you know i I didn't know where they were going with it but they they were so intimate and i was like are they gonna like are they spending a lot of time to reveal that these guys are gay, like to make a big <laughs> deal out of it? And then they were father and son, and then I felt awkward. I think they mentioned that earlier in the. Really? Yeah. Oh well, see, I missed it. <laughs> so did. I thought it was. A big, I thought it was a big. <laughs> you knew that, Brad? Yeah, because yeah, he says he's like. Yeah. He said something about his son needs a punch in the top. You know, a kick in the ass or yeah. a, or a hug, or or a hug and yeah. he says, oh. I think you know which one. See, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, I I remember that line, James but I didn't. Such a big home, homophobe that he's worried about. <laughs> no, it no, no. Up. He's like, oh no. <laughs> Here it comes. Been wondering this whole movie. I've boycotted Will and Grace long enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't need it in my Pacific Rim jobs. <laughs> and, oh, no. that's, that's all online. Uh, Pacific Rim job joke. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, if you look it up, it's on there. Uh, it's no, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, I do like, too, when movies... That's so weird. I can't st- believe that I missed that. <laughs> I know. Start for, like, 30 minutes, and then they go to, like... Oh, the, the late title card? The title card. Yeah. yeah. I love when they do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know when that little digital thing started opening up, I was like, oh, really? Yeah, we didn't see the title card, did we? Yeah. Are you yeah. still going to do it? It's been, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. And then, well, and then they spent 20 minutes doing the title card. Because it was yeah. that long, you know. Yeah, I mean, I love that stuff. I love uh, the remake of Friday Thirteenth. I don't think comes to like thirty-five minutes into the movie. Really? Yeah, because it's a whole prologue before, and uh, that, you know, that one had it too. It's basically the same thing. It's pretty awesome. Alias did that really well. Yeah, Alias. Oh man, I love Alias. We're like forty minutes into an episode, it'd be like Alias, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Alias. Yeah, yeah, man. But I'm liking a lot of you know newer movies like you know Pacific Rim because they're not. You know, watering it down by trying to explain everything. The, most of these movies I've seen lately, they've cut straight to the action. Superman, they you know went straight to the action. You know, all these newer movies, at least they're doing that. And you know, let yeah. I say let the fans, you know, 
dig deeper in the story and you know I think I think you're right, bro. I think you know the movies now have stopped well for the most part dumbing things down. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, these are two there's a robot, there's a monster you're going to fight. You can yeah. you know, you don't need to take more if, if you that. if you want to pick this shit apart by all means, yeah. there's a place for that, but it's not a very fun place. It's a very <laughs> sad, depressing place that I spend way too much time <laughs> just yelling at people like you guys are fucking assholes. Um because yeah, I mean there were things there were things in this movie where like, like the little line of dialogue where because uh, the one the one ship or the one uh, Jaeger gets turned off because the guy's got like an EMP thing mm-hmm. in it, right? And then there's this little like exposition scene where they're like, well, because that, that one's that one's digital, and then oh, but ours is ours is analog. <laughs> And I, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. And then there were monsters fighting uh, robots again. And I was like, oh, yeah, that shit doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Which I just realized he's the MP and it, like shorts out all the electronics right. um, at command center. And you see the city go dark. But all of a sudden, the next fight scene is like neon Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> all they, the lights are on. Yeah. Well, maybe, <laughs> they, maybe they, they threw the switch and yeah. in a different way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know. The, whoever's at the reactor, mm-hmm. they threw the big switch thing and turned mm-hmm. it all back I on. Know, you're such a fanboy too, because there's a part where he says, "Wait a minute, we need to check its pulse," and then they just shoot it like yeah. a hole oh. in the chest. <laughs> <And> <laughs> was like, yeah, yeah. That, that, that that was a good scene. Yeah. That, that's satisfying. As such a, a fanboy. such a good build up too, because yeah. like they stop, like you know, we've been doing all this action, and they stop and have this little dialogue, and they're totally playing it straight. And then they turn back and bam! And you're like, ah, that was good. That was. And then really it came good. back to Hana because those last three shots they could have used from, you know, the winged oh, yeah, monster yeah. from taking him into the sky. That's but right. then you wouldn't get the sword and a half. Yeah, it would be as cool. Sword and a half was way too cool. Or the one that charged at him at the ocean. They held up the sword and just sliced oh, it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. sweet. Um, oh, and yeah. I loved how when they like detonated the bomb, like it all the water was pushed aside yeah. and then it came back. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really well done. And you didn't cut to like a wide shot like in most like disaster movies you'll see like a big like far away shot to like right. get all the action and he just stays on that close up of just the Jaeger. It's great. Yeah. So you really just feel like well, you're enclosed in there the whole time. If you go wide what you <laughs> the, the joke would just be like you'd cut out and you'd see the surface of the water and it would just kind of go whoosh and raise <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you know? <laughs> little mushroom. Totally just cut all the tension. <laughs> that actually be funny. Cut cut all the tension and just have like the surface of the water and it's just like a somebody drops some seeds into the <laughs> yeah, water. Yeah, they cut the surface like <laughs> little Here. little mushroom. I was like, Beep. Another yeah. thing that I liked about the movie is is you know is the the fight scenes. You know the different places that they fought. I mean, it just you know at least it wasn't all in the city. You know you were they're up in the air. It was on the they're on the ocean floor. You know it showed him pushing his face into one of those one of those. Those volcano fissures at the bottom, <laughs> yeah, of the and all that stuff. So there was a lot of good, good shots of of areas in in the movie. Because you know, I hate when everything is just stagnant and they're just you know in one area and you know and you know and then you know they you know when you show them fighting in the city and then you still see people alive and you're just like if they're doing this much damage to the city, no one's gonna be alive. You know, you yeah. need to fight somewhere else for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's people in the yeah. elevator waiting to get down. Yeah, down the yeah, building. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you guys hear something? <laughs> um, uh, but it did also have those like dorky things that I don't know why I think they're funny because they shouldn't be. You know when the Jaeger punched through the building and it just tapped the now that, the, yeah yeah that the pendulum oh, yeah. Balls, yeah. Yeah. oh man yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I think it's funny that like one of the things people make fun of uh, Godzilla what nineteen ninety nine mm-hmm. when Roland Emmerich's Godzilla they make fun of the whole ninety nine. No, I, no I it's thought not it was, 99. It's like 97. 
Because um, okay. it was after, in, oh, it's, I think it's but, 98. But that would mean, yeah, it's got to be like 90, 98, 99. But um, it's probably 98. <laughs> um, fact checking. No, I think it's 97. Fun. Anyway. That would be a year after Independence Day. That means he can turn around and do those movies that quick. Well, yeah, um, he did like Stargate in 94. In Pennsylvania 96, so it's probably 98. Oh, okay. Anyway, see, now I can't even remember what I was saying. Oh, oh, people make fun of the fact that that movie's got like baby aliens in, or baby Godzillas in it, mm-hmm. and then this movie has baby Godzillas in it. <laughs> yeah. And I was pretty excited about that. Um, though that scene is not long enough. I was hoping we'd have like some running, chasing, but then the, umbil- uh, the umbilical cord joke <laughs> was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it was. Having it choke itself. Was anyone else like annoyed by the dialogue whenever they're talking about like merging memories? Like I can see your memories. Yeah. Does it um, seem like a cop out? No. No. There were there were a couple little lines in there where where anytime they would say like I know, then I'd be like, Oh, okay. But no, nah, for the most part I was fine with it. Ninety eight. Bam. Well it wasn't ninety nine, so bam. But bam. You guys, <laughs> if you take the average, you both were right, okay? Fuck you. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Averages. Yeah, but um, the, well, when they were doing the the mind meld stuff, um, if you melded minds with people, I bet you that wouldn't be stuff that people remember. And you know, I'd be like, "Oh, I was just on Brazers yesterday." No, no, no that, that memory I saw on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought for sure, especially you jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially, especially because like the two the two people who are melding minds end up like sort of. I don't know if they like say fall in love. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, they like each other. Yeah, like well, then then. Of course, I guess it's not dreams. <laughs> yeah. It would really be bad if it yeah. were dreams where it was like, you know, all of a sudden they're both thinking about each other like, this is weird. Man, fuck robots. Let's just dream about us having sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, I'm way better dreaming that's about like, it. That sounds like a plot, like the Seth Rogen version of <laughs> Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't laugh. Like, so. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's going to fight some monsters, huh? <laughs> We got merged memories. Seth, okay. Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Sheesh. Cool. Well, I so thought it was badass. Yeah. Go see Pacific Rim. You see know, it, see it. At, but the thing though that set it off though was the way the Alamo Theater did it because prior to oh, them yeah. showing it, you know, showing all that, you know, the the Godzilla footage, all the monster movie footage, and and I think that move made the whole experience a lot. Yeah. Than seeing it in another theater. Yeah, that's why Alamo's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on something like this where there is a lot yeah. of history behind yeah, this movie, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're paying homage to a lot of yeah. uh, really cool pop culture stuff. Yeah. Does anyone want to hear specific homages about <laughs> Evangelion? No? Okay. Do you want to hear my, 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 my very specific uh, King Kong homage? Oh my God, guys. Fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> this episode's long enough. It, it happened. I was just like, oh, fuck yeah, King Kong. Oh, man. You can follow us on Twitter at real underscore nerds. You can follow Bree on Twitter at MacRobonics. You can email us, realnerds at gmail.com. Go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. Download us on iTunes. Brad put up four new interviews today. Three. 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 But they're all great. They're all great. And then also uh, three a couple days ago. Three um, a few days before that. Yep. So make sure you check those out. Twenty more to go. Twenty more to go. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Um, yeah. You can also like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. Bing. Next week we are seeing R.I.P.D. with our correspondent, I believe. Are we? I think she's coming down. For really? That. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was happening. You Almost. can also listen to us on Stitcher. You can. You can stream us on Stitcher. You can uh, call us seven two zero six nerds five. 
You can look forward to seeing us live July 31st at Castleman's Bar in Aurora, Colorado. A little farther down the road, we'll be at Alamo Draft House for Mile High Horror. October 6th, I believe, is the date. It's the Saturday. Many chances to see the real nerds and talk to us. Bree, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. You're Thank always you welcome back. Thank I'm glad you, we, you finally got on. Even if I'm not on the next show, I'll, I'll still like to go to the movies with you guys. Maybe just be sitting. You know, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Especially now that we know you're so yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're always welcome to be on our show. See movies with us. We're always yeah. around. This has been a Nebulous Visions production. Fuck you, Brad. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Am I good? Nope. Fuck. You should be listening to only me, the sound of my voice. Because <laughs> it is so soothing. It's like it's like it's like honey over the vocal cords while it's being <laughs> fucked by a dick. That was for James's mother. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> getting fucked by a dick is never for James's mother. That's how you got here. <laughs> no, 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 divine intervention, yeah. sir. That's why I say to my mom too. <laughs> Post podcast caller, right? <laughs> nice. Are you recording? Yep. Sweet. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Thank you so much for listening to Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also stream us on Stitcher Radio. Email us, realnerds at gmail.com. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us, at real underscore nerds. Call us, 720-6nerds5. Like us on Facebook. This has been a Nebulous Visions production. Until next week, bye.